Welcome back to Bold Abuse. We're back with another episode with a special guest. We had Gavin on for most of the episode until he had to go to bed because it is a school night. Uh, we reviewed <laughs> The Suicide Squad, the new one directed by James Gunn, the good one, not the bad one, although I did also watch that and I compared the two. But before we got to that, uh, we talked about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, uh, gave our opinions on that. A very, very big event that happened like yesterday when we're recording but a lot longer ago uh when this comes out uh, and we did a little bit of, a little bit of news minute there's timestamps listed out down below in the description so check that out to see you know what we talked about and you can skip ahead if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part either way a download is a download and uh you know like subscribe comment follow us everywhere and uh yeah let's just jump into it So I want to start by saying, um, like, uh, you know, we all watch Suicide Squad. I think it was a very interesting documentary. Um, it went really delved into the issues surrounding like assisted suicide, and you know, you know, people who want to, you know, end their lives uh, and having the Gavin. That. Um, <laughs> that's not the movie we watched. Oh, I think I, I think I have the wrong Suicide Squad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed that bit yes we we reviewed the suicide squad this week uh but before we get into that i have more of our our favorite new segment alex complains so the first well it's news minute and alex complains what's the difference at this point um so the so the first thing that i wanted to talk about is only fans is going to stop doing like kind of it's one thing like the one thing only fans does nah not doing it anymore so only fans if you if you have been living under a rock and you don't know what it is uh like freelance pornography it's like yeah it's 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 like freelance pornography that's a really good way to put it um not so, that i would know from personal experience mind you right um exactly. i think it's it's a really good thing, actually. OnlyFans is a, a good thing for the the sex work industry. So what it is, it's uh, people set up profiles, and you pay them whatever amount per month they set the uh, subscription cost. And you pay them money, and you have access to uh, the content that they make. It's usually sexual in nature, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. That's just... Mm -hmm. uh that's what it's the majority that, of it that's the majority of it that's like what it's um i guess marketed as like that's its thing you know i just thought it's the next best best thing to prostitution it is well you know the reason i think only fans is a really good thing is that it sort of it puts the power in the individual creator's hands yeah instead of mm -hmm. being exploited by you know like like a like a pimp or something like that mm -hmm. so but like you know, I think it's, though, like Pornhub is like um they're not I, I don't I don't view Pornhub as like taking advantage of people well Pornhub it's kind of like I imagine it's like YouTube and that Pornhub makes money from ads and then mm -hmm. if you're a big enough creator, you get a cut of that ad revenue. Yeah. But well, instead a of, of the, a lot of the ads are like, like try this free porn game. And I'm like, no. 
Yeah, I don't that know why. One, that one or there's no way that those goals in your area or get weed or like buy weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's I'm weird. Like, it's like there's hot singles in your area. It's like, yeah, I know, I'm one of them. Not me personally, <laughs> but you know. Oh my god! But no. So Pornhub it gives you a cut. I am at if you're a big enough creator. Yeah, uh, they give you a cut of the ad revenue. I don't know this for sure. This is just how it generally works. But with OnlyFans, uh, you get the bulk of the money that's coming in, like. If okay. you yeah. are subscribed to someone's page, mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to the site browsing for whatever and you click on whatever you see. Mm-hmm. It's you are going there specifically for this person or, you know, yeah. this set of people that you're subscribed to. Yeah. And you give them money and OnlyFans takes a cut of that. Like they get a cut of what you make. You they aren't get getting a cut, a cut of, of what they make. Yeah. I believe it's like, I believe OnlyFans takes like 20%. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So... I think it's really good uh, for the sex work industry. It puts the power in the creator's hands, but uh, the banks apparently don't like that. Like the big um, like card processors and the big banks, I guess I, I read about it, but basically what it is is they, I guess don't like sex work. I know it's a bit more nuanced than that, but that's, you know, a, a basic like introductory like ver- uh i guess essentially what you need to know is banks don't like sex work so only fans is going to cut back severely on what they allow on the platform so it's pretty vague as of recording what exactly they're going to do to change it but uh what they're saying is they won't allow sexual content but they will still allow nudity. So like, I, I guess you can show the dick, but you can't show it being sucked. Like you can, you can show, you can show the body parts, but you can't show them like working, I guess. (laughs) Um, Um, You can show the, the, you can show the form, but not the disabled penis. Can I, okay. Can I make one comment though? Um, this is the logistic Gavin talking, the economics logistics guy. Um, they've like the big banks have just handed an, like a huge industry over to small banks that are willing to do transactions for OnlyFans. Like if you're a small bank and you want money flow going through your bank, then allow OnlyFans to do their thing. It's that simple. Yeah. Nothing that they're doing is illegal. Um, and it's all based on a, a, a personal, like, ew, sex, nasty. So any small bank that needs to, like, get money in and start, like, credit scores and, and, and get revenue and get people, um, just accept OnlyFans. Like, it, they're yeah, doing nothing well, illegal. Think. This is money that isn't, like, credit. It's nothing risky. I mean, it's yeah. risque, but not risky. You know? I think it has to do with banks having more power than OnlyFans just because they're well they they control the money. Right, um, but like what is it what do they care where the money's coming? I mean, I get it if it's illegal. I it might be like only- a it might be like a PR thing, like if Chase Bank is like it, let's just say they like are known I'm not saying this would happen. Like let's just say yeah. Chase Bank is like known for being the payment processor 
for like OnlyFans, Adam and Eve, like all mm-hmm. those like you know sex related things then the yeah. puritans will be like well uh, well i never i i don't like sex uh, okay. outside of marriage and reproduction those are the only circumstances in which it's allowed but you're not even allowed to enjoy it i guess it's like a pr thing like that and banks don't want that association i, don't, I mean the last time i checked though like i'm not seeing banks radically advertise who they're loaning money or uh storing money for and like to that point or not to that point but like on another point too um i forgot my other point so never mind uh i mean i don't know i just see a huge opportunity for small banks and like even small banking systems like venmo or to become more legitimate or dogecoin or you know like cryptocurrency, like these industries that are uh, kind of being, uh, you know, stopped, so to speak, um, they can find a a value in these industries. Do you know what I mean? I think so, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about like the financial industry to like Mm -hmm. have an educated take on that part of the story. Yeah. But what I wanted to talk more about is how it's kind of scummy on OnlyFans part that they basically used sex workers to get where they are. Like no yeah. one would hear of OnlyFans if it wasn't for the people on it, if it wasn't for the content creators. Just like YouTube right. would be nothing without the people that upload. Yeah. Just like and Twitch I think or it's, any other p- platform. That's why Mixer died. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you, you know, if, if you use these people to get your to get you to where you are as a as a thriving business, and then you throw those people under the bus at the behest of big banks, that's uh that's kinda that's kinda gross, I think. Well, kind of and sus. I, well, and I totally get your point there, but you have to and I'm not this is not me sticking up for the banks or for OnlyFans or anything, but um you know, we all have sympathy for the people that have been exploited, unless those people who are exploited are sex workers. You know what I mean? Like, if it's something that's risque, like something that's like deemed uh, as being like socially um, kind of bad or like socially degrading, we people in society tend to not have um, sympathy for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's really unfortunate. That's, wh- that's why I, I'm all for platforms like OnlyFans and other ways to mm-hmm. put the power in, you know, the individual sex workers' hands. Mm-hmm. And you because, see, it's sad if you know, if they're, if, if they're if they don't have like the power to, I guess, if they don't own the means of production, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know, they're oh. they're going to be exploited, and people mm-hmm. aren't going to be sympathetic towards it, just like you're saying. Yeah, which I think well, is like, a shame. It, you know, I was about to say, it's sad if you're a coal miner who lost your job because of solar uh, and that the solar company only got to where they are because of the coal miner. It's it's fine, though, if it's a sex worker who went to OnlyFans because it's a generally better deal for them and then got exploited to allow uh, OnlyFans to get to a next level, you know. Um, and like, I'm not I don't believe that. I don't I don't think it's right to exploit anyone. But like. Socially, socially, that's just how it's viewed. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a shame that mm-hmm. people. Don't, it, it's like how 
like people don't like prostitution but and and they'll be like oh oh this this woman's a a prostitute that's such a sad thing because yeah. you know the historically it's been a very exploitative um i guess industry yeah you know cuz it's like you know there's there's pimps that that <laughs> kind of you know take control they because uh, it, it's driven underground, it's not regulated in any way, so it's really exactly. easy for it to, you know, mm-hmm. get very exploitative. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, not like prostitution for that reason, but then they don't connect the dots and have sympathy for the prostitutes. They're like, oh, this woman's a pros- this woman's a prostitute. That's so that's such a sad thing. You know, I, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But also, yeah. you fucking whore. You know. I see sex workers like that you know i mean i if i i'm sure i've laid eyes on a sex worker without knowing it but like yeah uh, they walk among us they look exactly like people whoa are you saying that sex workers don't look like aliens that can be easily distinguished from the normal population because they're just human people wouldn't it be crazy if they were aliens wouldn't it be crazy if sex workers were people (laughs) (laughs) no I, i that was a joke by the way um i know sex workers are human beings but um uh you know allegedly (laughs) fuck off (laughs) (laughs) i'm Uh, just kidding yeah uh you know you know if if i could like give them money to buy food instead of them having to fuck a dude to get food like i would do it yeah well you know what i mean of course ideally it would be only something that you would do if you're completely fine with it i don't like that you know we live in a society um that you know uh Mm -hmm. forces people into situations where they have to do things that they don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want to do uh in order to just you know survive wait if it's something that you want to do are you talking about prostitution or just like millennials working in general I know, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Says, that says a lot very, about society. That, that sounded very general. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I you shouldn't be forced to be a prostitute. If you have to be forced to be an Amazon worker, you know, what whatever, who who cares? Whatever, who cares um, about you? No, I <laughs> Yeah, I ideally it would only be something that you would do if it's something that you want to do. Let's um, okay. Let's boil this down to the main characteristics here. Uh, the main issues involved are people need money to eat. Uh, people will choose different career paths to get said money to eat. Some of those career paths include prostitution, and some of them legally involve um, uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess the point that I uh, wanted to make is uh, uh, OnlyFans. I'm calling you out. This is a, a call out post. Oof. Uh, Jake, what's the rest of the meme? I forget. I'm making a call-out post on Twitter.com. Shout out the hedgehog, you got a small dick. It's the size of this walnut, except way smaller. Only fans, <laughs> you got a small dick. Your dick is basically the size and, of a tic-tac. And that is my thesis <laughs> statement. <laughs> that's all I really wanted to say. Just, you know, that's it's kind of... It's kind of gross, OnlyFans. OnlyFans, I know you're listening. Uh, quit it. Just quit it. Just be nice, dude. It's only a, just, it's the only game. Just, just be, just, just be a bro. Just, but now they're allowing it on the site again. 
Are they? Did they allow it back on? Yes. Oh, so this was announced today. We're complaining about a Well, a are you talking about won. are you talking about how they allow nudity still or like they're no, no, rolling I th- back no, the I think whole they completely thing. reversed it. Oh, oh does good. the story have a happy ending? Let me Google this. Cool. Hey. Guys, this is history as it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So I'm looking at an article from Variety. OnlyFans drops planned porn ban will continue to allow sexually explicit content. All right. All right. OnlyFans, I know you're listening. You're on thin fucking ice. <laughs> you slip up one more time, I will post that call out on Twitter.com. It's just that we know what you're capable of now. Yeah, they but were. Now, but now it's like a it's a warning to all the people who used OnlyFans to like not even go on there again if they're gonna if they're gonna pull this crap. Yeah. Yeah. So well, now they're I, gonna I go be, over to other sites. So they really them. shot themselves right in the foot by doing. They're gonna this. go over to Parlor. I'm so I'm so. Spoiled. And I think I think the reason why they reversed it is because they realized, oh shit, this company is gonna die if we don't have these people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, that's their that's their that's how they run. Like, I think their whole that's how they got popular. Well, like, imagine the if whole- YouTube was like, yeah, thank you, everyone that got us to where we are being a billion dollar company. But I think we're only going to let late night hosts post, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're only like- allowing tonight show clips on the platform now. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for thanks for giving us our wealth. Now, fuck yeah. off. I want to see the creator of uh, of OnlyFans because I'm sure they're like they're pretty much like I started this pro- this this whole like business uh, so that like creators on YouTube could have their own like this is only for fans right and they can have their own personal thing with fans. Yeah, and this then, was like, supposed some, to be a chat room some for sports dude with fans. With a Manila folder full of information, how to walk into their office and be like, so um, they're using it for sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know like someone had to walk into their office and be like hey, that I, so. that exact conversation happened at the office for reddit twitter yeah. tumblr totally. probably parlor for the probably, end it was yeah, up. They, they almost yeah they almost pulled they almost pulled a tumblr <laughs> hey so uh they're using it for sex and you know, before it was like little gifs. This is the full on live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember, is... remember when Tumblr banned porn and then like, no, have you heard it. of Tumblr since? <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, so anyway, immediately died off. Uh, it looks like Jake, you added this, uh, this, uh, this next news story. Yep. So, uh, never going to give you up. Uh, or as some people may know it, Rick Roll um, has hit one billion views for weeks. Yes. Ago. So it hit one billion views. I I really thought it would would have hit one billion a lot sooner because didn't Gangnam oh, yeah. Style wasn't Gangnam Style the first uh, video on YouTube to hit a billion views? Not sure. But that keep in mind that's only the um, the documented views. We're not talking about like gifs and. Uh, oh, of course. Like, or like JPEGs or like fucking memes. Like now I just see an image of Rick Astley and I'm like, I, I know the song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like Gangnam, what I was going to say is Gangnam Style. I remember it being the first video to hit a billion views and it happened with like 
definitely within the first year of the song coming out. Yeah. I don't remember when exactly it did, but like never going to give you up. That's the video that people send to each other all the time to fuck oh, with yeah. each other. Like you'd think that would be enough traffic to hit a billion views. Also, it's just a good song. Well, okay. I have to politely disagree with you on that. Bold of me to say. Uh, That is, holy shit, we're going to say the thing. That's bold of you to say. So I don't don't think Never Gonna Give You Up is a very good song. I I think it's a meme song. I like it. I I will listen to it because I'm like, oh, I have all these other memories of memes that I think are funny. So that's the dopamine that's going to get me through this song. But I don't actually like the song. I mean, I'm not going to like defend it and be like, oh, it's like, I'm not going to. You're not going to be like, like say it's like objectively a great song. Generation. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it's like objectively like an amazing song, but like it's it's a fun little like pop song. OK, it's, it's a fun little I, I thing. I will say the lyrics are are um, are eloquently put. But I don't generally like it. Up to, okay, to this date, Rick Astley has never given me up or let me down. There's got Let's you got to give him some points for that. Here's the thing: I never thought I was in Rick Astley's sphere of influence, so he's never picked me up or uh, given me up. Or oh, so so you just you don't find the song relatable? Well, you can't let someone down if you never picked them up. I I see where you're see coming I mean? from. I see where you're coming from. I really do. I just think it's a cute little song. Well, I think you're a fucking idiot, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you have no so anyway. Taste. Well, Alex, you have no taste in music, clearly. And, you know, have you, if you've ever listened I to I will Sergeant not Peppers, fight you on that. If you've ever listened to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, you would understand my point. But you being a... F- Freaking plebeian. Music peaked when the Beatles had half of the band coming out of one ear and the other half coming out of the yeah, other the ear. Other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Music peaked when ha- when your left ear heard and the other one heard a man screaming. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that is, that's true. <laughs> no it, you know i like some modern stuff i i'm like mostly a 60s dude like i listen to most like 60s bangers but like i like um the fratillas i don't know how they pronounce their band name but see that's... i'm more of a 70s guy, so i think that makes us natural oh, enemies do you like the, i like the 70s david bowie queen elton john yeah yeah well yeah. i gotta i gotta mute Haley's phone she has well her one of her phones i have to mute it real quick it's a long story why she has two phones. Hold on. Damn it. So anyway, um, AZI, AZ, AZ, Azzy? Azzy. What's your actual name? <laughs> did he just, did he just disconnect? Uh, maybe. I think he muted himself. <laughs> I have a fucking bone to pick with AT&T. No, no. no, I thought, I thought, I thought you left when you were asking for my real name. What? Oh no! I didn't disconnect. Hi, I think my my um, Wi-Fi is just kind of shitty. Oh okay, it's Jake. Jake. Okay, I I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. I remember seeing. I just wanted to see if you stuff, knew. So, mm-hmm. like, I know your face. I just don't know your name. Which yep, is Jake. That's me. So now I know your yep. name. Anyway, I had to mute one of Haley's phones. You want to know why she has two fucking phones? 
Is it because she's a young professional and has to have two phones, one for the CEO and one for the like general people? You know, well, well, no, one's her, one's her burner phone. No, no. So <laughs> she she was on her mom's AT&T family plan. And um, I fucking hate AT&T because um, it was the plan. Uh, I think it was she had like one of those oh, yeah, like, they're hot selling spot things. To sex workers, too. And so I just hate how they're getting money. <laughs> they're taking money no, from sex so... workers and, you know, making I don't like uh, uh, non-moral money coming from people. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly it. No. Uh, so you know how like when you get a phone plan, you can also get one of those like mobile hotspot things. Yeah. So her mom got one of those for their, for her house because, you know, they live basically in the middle of nowhere, which is the entirety yeah. of the town that we come from. Yeah. So they didn't have any good like options for internet. So that yeah. was like the only thing they could get that was like usable. Mm-hmm. And it was advertised. The plan was ad- advertised as having unlimited data. So they treated oh, they it her. as the yeah. data was limited. And she got charged like $1,500 in overages. And like oh, she can't, oh she can't afford to pay. Like she has to pay rent. She has to pay for like her kids like food and clothes and stuff. She can't afford an extra $1,500 to pay to AT&T. God damn, dude. So Did she, she start an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she, you know, she wasn't able to pay it. So that, I think that balance is still there. And so she just switched to another carrier. I forget what she ended up doing, but yeah. So Haley had to, she wanted to leave her mom's family plan because she didn't want to deal with, you know, not mm-hmm. being able to use her phone because the service got shut off. Yeah. So, you know, you know, she needed to have like a usable phone that she could make calls with. Mm-hmm. You know, so, if you want free Wi-Fi, all you have, have to have is uh, a sleeping bag, a pillow, and a McDonald's nearby. <laughs> there you go. So, anyway, she her phone wasn't paid off. Uh, it, there was, like, I think, well, she was told that there was, like, $100 left to pay off on it. And she ended up having to pay, like, 500 to pay it off. And then we thought that she was going to be able to get it unlocked and switch to, to my phone plan. She was, mm-hmm. we were going to add her on and it was only going to be like an extra $15 a month. Yeah. And so she pay, she paid off her phone completely. She, in theory, she owns it outright. Yeah. However, since there's that balance there, it's, it's since the balance isn't paid off, AT&T won't unlock it. They won't, uh, release the phone for it to be used on a different carrier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a nice phone. It was a, it's a pixel four. Yeah. So it's a nice phone and she doesn't want to like, you know, not use it. Can I say another thing that's bold of me to say? What? I don't trust pickle, pixel, pickles, pickles. I don't trust pickles. I don't um, trust them well, either. They're just expired cucumbers. You cannot convince me otherwise. Ever since I saw that one Rick and Morty episode, I just expect my pickle to kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't trust pixels because, uh, Google, I just don't trust Google in general. Granted. Yeah. Like I downloaded this, this application on my computer through Google. So like, I know they Ugh. know my life inside and out. 
I just still don't trust them. But also it reflects more badly on me because I'm so much of a loser that I know Google knows everything about me and is still willing to do nothing about it. Yeah, I figure you can't live in a society um, without Google having all of your information. So I've pretty much just, I, I for the most part, have, have given up on that. I, I own a Pixel phone. It's nice. It was affordable. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, I realize just making a Google account and using it, I, I have no uh, mm. chance of like not giving up a bunch of my data. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not okay with it, but like, I just accept it. Hey, so um, I just enjoy hey. the nice hardware. But anyway, so Haley had, you know, she wants to still use her Pixel Four, mm-hmm. um, but like I, you know, we don't really want to buy a whole new uh, phone. We don't want to buy a new Pixel Four or um, like a comparable flagship phone because that's, you know, that's expensive we don't want to pay that much and she can still use it she just can't make calls with it so i got her like a hundred dollar um motorola phone Mm -hmm. and it's it's all right you know it's like it's it's a smartphone it you know cheap Mm -hmm. smartphones now are way better than they were like five years ago but Mm -hmm. it's still you know it's not nearly as nice so she uses the one phone yeah. yeah she uses the one phone for like calls and texts and the other phone for like everything else yeah. Yeah. So that's why she has two phones. Fuck you, AT&T. Yeah. I mean, ISPs in general, like, kind of go fuck yourself. Um, it's a yeah, billion dollar industry. Comcast. That you could Comcast. Totally, go fuck yourself. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's a billion dollar industry that you could totally just, like, make much more affordable for everyone. Especially the area paying? that I live in. Especially the area that lo- that I live in. I'm mm-hmm. I'm screwed over here. All I have oh, yeah. is Asentech, which is like mm-hmm. 700 kilobytes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. like I'm okay, like, re- like have... really charter. Like you can't like put a line out here. Yeah. Like it doesn't okay, cost you know that much money. It's like you Fuck guys you are a charter billion too. dollar company. Fuck you, and- charter too. Because my mom, uh, she was gonna get charter at the house, which previously like. The charter service ended like down the road. We have, well, she has HughesNet right now, which sucks. Fuck you, HughesNet. Uh, but fuck you, Comcast, because the service used to end like down the road, but we were like just outside of it. Uh, the neighbor across the road, like 300 feet away, has charter now, but my mom can't get it at her house because she's still outside of their service somehow it's like just well you're right there like charter charter has like access to to like county and district maps probably and so there has to be some like logistics dude who is like okay here's the exact street corner that we can afford to cover uh and make a profit uh anywhere beyond that we're fucked uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure there, you know, obviously there's a reason for it. I, you know, they don't yeah. see themselves making enough money for it. But yeah, still like it's ridiculous that there are no options in yeah. in rural areas like that. And well, the by thing, the way, fuck thing. you Comcast because I have had Xfinity for a year now, and after the first year, they raise the price by $25 per month. Why? 
Why am I paying instead of $50 a month? Why am I now paying $75 for the mm -hmm. same service? It makes mm -hmm. like, I, okay. Like the location thing I get, like they don't like it, it costs them money to, you know, lay the cables and, and whatnot. Like, okay, fine. You can justify yeah. that. But yeah. you, how do you justify charging more for the same mm -hmm. service after a year of the customer yeah. using it? Like you'd think yeah. you'd get a discount for being a loyal mm -hmm. customer. Well, that's but the instead thing they too. they spit in your face and you're like, is, "Give me more money." Well, like internet is becoming one of the things that you can't live without anymore. So, like once you have it, like they just need you to get on their on their system, right? And then once they have that, they jack up the prices because what are you going to do? Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch to AT and T, even though fucking AT and T. I'm, I'm gonna. I well, I was. I talked to their customer service. I had talked to a very nice customer service uh, representative a little while ago, and she was mm -hmm. like, "Oh yeah, don't worry about that. Just come in like in." I think she said like, uh, like June, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll do that." Uh, I forgot to go in, so I was I was supposed to like renegotiate it or whatever. But I, I guess I'll I'll just have to go back in and be like, look, I'm going to have to like move to another service if I have to keep paying this much every month. Mm -hmm. but yeah, I shouldn't have to do that mm -hmm. as like a as a loyal customer of yeah. over a year at this point. I shouldn't have to do yeah. that. I get that. So, yeah, fuck all of these ISPs. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I kind of have faith a little bit in SpaceX and them starting. Uh, uh, what is it? Starlink or yeah, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for Starlink since like mid-April. Yeah, and so like it's broadband internet that everyone can use for a certain rate, right? So if we get this, this is basically a gun to the head of AT and T, uh, Verizon, T-Mobile, Virgin Mobile, uh, like Virgin. You know, ha 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 ha. I haven't heard that joke before. Um. But, you know, it's it's kind of a gun to the head of, of this um, very exploitative industry. Uh, and I as much as I don't trust Elon Musk, I trust him enough to, like, be like, hey, we all kind of need Internet. So I'll keep a low rate on this. Yeah, see, I don't trust him to do to do the right thing just like for doing the right thing's sake. What I yeah. think he's doing is he's developing Starlink like he he's releasing it just so he can work mm -hmm. out all the kinks so we can yeah. have internet on his like Mars base. And then he's just going to scrap it like for <laughs> like the consumers. Like I am yeah. like, we, we talked about this before Jake and I talked about this uh, like a couple months ago, but I sincerely believe that everything Elon Musk does is just so he can live comfortably on Mars just because he doesn't want to be around <laughs> yeah. people. Yep. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I think Elon Musk is afraid of going to space. Like, I think he's legit afraid, but he's like, he's such a... Anything uh, to avoid people. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, well, that's that why sense. he did Anything. his whole, like, yeah. tunnel shit. He did his yeah, whole tunnel yeah. shit, which is, it's just a subway. It's an inefficient subway, but he wants <laughs> yeah. it to be Tesla cars because he doesn't... And this is not speculation this is what he has said he doesn't like being on subways because he doesn't like being around people so if he could just go in like a really fast car like on his own he, he's gonna do that and again to me like the difference between a subway and like an ultra fast like large scale like subway like imagine a hotel on 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 rails 
like in my mind, right? Um, like Snowpiercer. What? Oh yeah, like, like Snowpiercer. Exactly. Like yeah, basically that, except without like the inequality and like threat of freezing and Armageddon. Um, well, then that's not just not. It's, just, it's not. It's not like real life. What do you mean it's not like real? Oh yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> um, but like that's an economy of scale. You just need to make a a train that's large enough to to have like individual rooms and move on a rail and get from point A to point B. The issue is the infrastructure is difficult to to make. And after you got the infrastructure made, you still have to put rails down and make the the cars and then make everything else that goes along with that along with making sure that the fuel it takes to run them is cheap unless you're using renewable energy yeah sorry i went yeah. on a whole buzz killing <laughs> logistics rage there yeah well it, like logistically though elon musk's um i think it's called the loop uh whatever it's yeah. called is his tesla hyperloop his tesla subway it makes no sense because like it, it makes no sense as like a replacement for a subway because a subway can it can fit many people on one car they both use a set path either a track for the subway or a tunnel for the car mm -hmm. so just use the train first of all it's already there Agreed. just make it better just use the train but anyway um i want to get through more of the show notes and this yeah. actually fits in i wanted to complain a little bit about jeff bezos so i trust you're both familiar with the whole jeff bezos going to space thing i'm sorry wait happened. you can't have to stop there who who's this jeff bezos dude uh so you know amazon no not the river use, but the use, the, use, um, the bookstore use, uh, fedex okay okay so it's like fedex <laughs> mm -hmm. but the people working there want to kill themselves you lost so me. it's I'm like sorry. fedex i'm sorry I, isn't that just me. any job <laughs> yeah you're right that didn't narrow it down um uh, so imagine a bookstore okay you lost and me then, i don't use books anymore okay what so the hell is a book so you know what stone tablets it's like that but on paper is that a new apple product Okay, you know, so you, there actually is an Apple book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you know how Jeff Bezos went to space. Yeah. And did you hear what he uh when he what he said when he came back? Um my dick is throbbing. Uh <laughs> right right between that and I'm going to burn down an orphanage. Uh he mentioned <laughs> how um and by the way, uh, side tangent, he talked like before, like in the buildup to it happening, he talked about how like, oh yeah, you know, I hear that people when they go to space, they have this like realization that like we're all one planet, and and there's like there's no boundaries, you know, and we're just all one people, and we should work together for the betterment of society. I feel like you know he explains he ex what was that? I feel like enough money is a vaccine to that realization. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? I yeah, like, if you, like we you we should help each like other asset, out until it comes to me paying it, paying for until it. Until you're you know? not on a federal bill, until you're not on like a like a wow, uh, three hundred million people paid a little bit of their salary to make sure that I could get into space, and I'm hired yeah. by a federal organization to go up here and do science for my country. Yeah, you know? so yeah, he talked that, about. 
he talked about how like yeah you know we're just all one planet and he talked he gives the exact like lesson that he's supposed to learn he he spells it all out before he goes up and then he just repeats it when he comes back so it's like you didn't learn anything you just You're heard just about this it. you this heard about this and you were like yeah i hear they like you learned this lesson it's like okay so you already know right well, you don't need to go to space thing. to know that like it, yeah and it's like well you shouldn't need to go to space to know we're all one people and we should help each other out like it's yeah common knowledge at this point but mm -hmm. anyway yeah so he that it's just a cover story for him to do what he mentioned after that so when he came back he was like yeah i had this realization that we're like you know all one planet and all that bullshit and then he was like so we gotta move all of our polluting industry to space and <sighs> uh i gotta there's say there's no wood in uh, space there's no coal in space there's no oil in space <laughs> What are you talking about? You're going to have solar panel drills on the moon. Those don't create pollution. You know why? Because there's no gas on the moon. I, what I think he's trying to say out. is we move Ugh. like factories and shit to space. Ugh. And then we, I guess we, yeah, I never thought of the whole fuel situation. Like, is it solar powered? Then it's not polluting. Um, or if it is using fossil fuels, you have to ship that shit up there no like, that's okay there's that no is way a whole scientific discovery there there are fossil fuels on the moon that means something was living on the moon yeah exactly what are you what so what? either he wants to use solar equipment which yeah we should but you, you don't have to be in space to do that or he wants oh. to somehow get all of this you know oil and, and gas to space just so it can be like just just so it can the the exhaust instead of being in the atmosphere it's just above the atmosphere what um and also um a lot of these industries require water um yeah like require like flowing water to get nutrients or sometimes waste products from the actual work area um you know how much water i'm sorry let me rephrase this you know how much usable water is on the moon none and you know what would happen if you melted that ice and made it water so you could have it flow through a factory and leave the factory and then go somewhere else it would freeze yeah. on the moon and vaporize you'd have to terraform the shit. moon to be a, a lot more similar to earth <laughs> and at that point you might as well just terraform the you earth to, to not have climate change you would have to terraform the moon into a prosperous ecosystem and then pollute it <laughs> yeah like, yeah so we're gonna like that's we're what gonna, you would have to do we're gonna make the moon livable and then make it unlivable to save yeah. humanity <laughs> but anyway uh, okay let's just say know. let's just say we mine asteroids and get fuel that way let's just say you don't oh, have man. to send the fuel up there or whatever it's still a, a really bad idea and you know what i i was watching um I believe it was the somewhere news video on the whole situation, but there's an Amazon show. There's a show on Amazon prime about how that's a bad idea. It's about like industry in space and like, it's basically coal miners in space, except they're like extra exploited and they have extra health problems and it's, and it's shit. Cause they're not even on earth. They're like in space. So they, yeah. they they've never even like been in the sun. They're like, I don't And that's have what Jeff Bezos wants bone. to create. And it's like, dude, there's a show on on your network about why that's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Just don't. Just don't do it. Ugh. 
Oh and even besides that, like all of sci-fi has showed mm-hmm. us like, just don't, just don't move an already terrible thing to space. Mm-hmm. Cause it's going to be even more terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only thing I could see being like reasonably used on the moon for like production is like making spacecraft on the moon. That makes sense because you can launch stuff from the moon and get it to earth like relatively cheaply depending on the economies of scale that are being used but um that also involves like getting the infrastructure there it's a whole long process but that's the only thing i see feasible for the moon yeah i mean there's some specific things that will like benefit benefit from it but for the most part i i only see it ending up like either the same amount of bad or more bad you know, it's like it's I, either going to be like there's no impact or like, you know, just on like working conditions and like, I see it you know, being environmental like space, ramifications. I see it being like a space steampunk kind of bad. Well, I, I see it also you know, besides like working conditions. If you're polluting space, if you're if you're like in like Earth's orbit, let's say, or like on the moon. Mm-hmm. Or if you're expelling things into space, like waste, you're mm-hmm. gonna like. If if it's not regulated, you're gonna like fuck up the atmosphere probably because it's gonna probably seep into the atmosphere, or it's okay. gonna like um, it's gonna be it's gonna be like in the sky or like above the sky or like mm-hmm. in orbit, let's say, and it's like an asteroid field of trash surrounding I, the planet, and it's I gonna build say- up after a, a bit of time. To that, I would say that the order of magnitude of volume that, um, like, so if you were to measure, like, the orbit of the moon around the Earth and make that, like, a sphere around the Earth as, like, a radius, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And pollute that, it would be an order of magnitude um, larger, like, a large order of magnitude larger than our actual atmosphere. Um, But with that being said, it's also a large magnitude um too big for us to actually pollute also it's in zero basically zero atmospheric pressure so like you're taking what we would consider 15 psi of of pollutants and the second it comes out of an exhaust um it's being expanded to nothing like zero psi right so um that's a lower pressure with a larger volume so Yes, there's a chance that it would fall into the atmosphere and pollute the atmosphere. I would very much like scientists to do some calculations on that. I think that'd be an interesting thing to to, to study. Uh, but I, I don't think it's feasible for that to actually come in and hard pollute the atmosphere. Maybe. I just, like, I'm not saying, like, it's going to, like, coat the atmosphere immediately. But, like, you don't want to build to that, do you? Because it's like, who, and what does that That's help? another point. I don't want to build that. And I get that. Um, but I, I, see, I see that eventuality or that possible eventuality as being on the route, on the same route as not doing that. So, like, we could go into space and sort of prosperous civilization in space and then take another turn where, we, where instead of polluting our general, like, existence in space around the sun – we instead go to Mars and start a civilization there and then go to Jupiter and start civilizations. You know, like I'm thinking about it in a different sense. 
Yeah. Well, that just seems like we're gonna we're gonna have like a we're gonna have a huge like a cycle of we're gonna pollute shit until it's an uninhabitable. Then like the Jeff Bezos of that time will be like, let's just pollute somewhere else. Well, and then everyone's like, you're well, a genius. Let's do that. So then well, they go. Then they just the cycle keeps going. It's like well, you pollute thing. Earth, you move to Mars, pollute Mars, go to the next planet. Oh, first of all, terraform it so it's an inhabitable. Then make it uninhabitable, and then the cycle continues. Well, here's the thing: or though. it's just the don't idea, pollute. Yeah. Well, like the whole thing is too. The idea of fully making Mars habitable would take um, would take thousands of years, and I would I would like to think, being uh, in an optimistic mood right now, that. In a thousand years, or maybe two thousand or three thousand years, we will have the uh, retrospective uh, information to know that uh, polluting and and ruining ecosystems isn't the way to go. Yeah. So I'm yeah, you'd you, think. I, I think you very. I think you very much hold a point. Like, uh, at the same time, in the '60s, they were like. In the 60s, we'll have, you know, the nuclear generator, every two fucking whatevers, just so that every house can have power. And every woman will be married to a man and making dinner for their family. You know, like, in the same sense, that's what they thought in the 60s. Um, but, like, I, I just hope that we can uh, learn from our mistakes in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want us to learn from our mistakes now. And I think to an extent, like, the majority of us already have. It's just the people who are in power and control a majority of the other people um, decide not to do anything about it. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I'm complaining about. That's, yeah, that's really the root of the issue. Because, yeah. you know, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos sees, like, oh, the shit that I'm directly taking part in is ruining our planet. So I guess I'm not going to change what I'm doing. Maybe if I change the location, it'll shut up the hippies. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like that, that, that mindset is what I'm, what I'm really complaining about. Cause you know, it's, you're not learning your lesson. You're just putting off the consequences of what you're mm -hmm. doing and what you're taking part in. Yeah. Cause if you pollute the earth so bad that we're like five years away from you know, California sinking into the ocean mm -hmm. and your solution is let's do the same thing, but at a different place, you're not really, you're not learning your lesson. You're just, mm -hmm. you're perpetuating yeah. uh, a, a dangerous cycle instead of saying, let's pollute somewhere else. Just, just don't, just don't pollute. Just like and, switch know, to clean energy. That's, that, yeah. that's I, I guess that's the point that I wanted to make. Uh, Jeff Bezos, yeah. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> first of all, I didn't know you talked like that. I was floored by that. Um, but second of all, just, just stop polluting and pay your workers. And that's a good point. Um, uh, but I would like to make one other point to that too. Uh, to companies, to CEOs that are obviously watching this show. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd we like know you're say, watching. We, we can see you too. Yeah, we see your. I, I know you can't see us, but we can see you. We can see you. Uh, to CEOs that are watching this, um, ultimately making things pollute less is also making technology more efficient. By making things secrete less CO2 
or have less waste product, you're making your your systems more efficient. Inherently. That, that's a good point too. You, yeah, you really got to spell it out for them in their language. Mm -hmm. So to the, to the CEOs and the, and the billionaires listening, did you know, and I've, I've, I've done the numbers on this. I've, I've worked out the math. Did you know that you can make, you can actually make more money. You could have more revenue come in and make a larger profit if, and you're going to want to hear me out on this. And I know this is a complicated plan, but it, you can make more money if uh, people are still alive. You know, I mean, did you know that if there stuff. are people there to buy your product, uh, you'll make more money? No, no, man. Just and did you know that that robots that that can't robots. happen? That can't happen if the climate uh, kills us all. Yeah, no, so you know, thinking, just think about you know, it. Listen, Alex, you're thinking way too uh, small-brained right now. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos is already thinking three steps ahead of you. We're going to build at Amazon. We're going to build some robots that um, are each given about $25,000, right? And what their whole incentive is to do is to find products. And we're going to we're gonna give them a UBI uh, for, for the robots, not for the people. There's going to be yeah, a no, UBI uh, involved. Yeah, and we're going to have the robots buy a lot of stuff on Amazon, right? And so... Uh, you know, each one of these robots is going to be barely on the cusp of consciousness, so they're going to get a social security card and uh, are going to be considered uh, a, uh, a a new person uh, relative to the U.S. government. So we're going to get a lot of revenue at at at, uh, at uh, Amazon, and uh, a lot more people will be uh, making a lot more money because uh, our robots are uh, buying their uh, products. You know, this wouldn't have happened if we had a gamer in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> gamers rise up that okay the point that i wanted to make was jeff bezos quit polluting now the point that i'm trying to make is gamers rise up if you're going to take away one thing from this uh it is gamers rise up okay on that note i'll be right back i need to use the bathroom all right should i pause my audio or what should i do no no just just okay. keep it going just go should i just keep my headphones on so you guys can hear the trickle yeah do do yeah do that for sure Okay, should I just pee here? Like, it's on my, on my... You, you can actually pee into the microphone. <laughs> pee on my ass. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, Jake, I feel like we've been uh, talking over you. Um, yeah, well, 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 Gavin's gone. What do you, what do you, what do you think about... What, what's your opinion on pollution? Um, opinion on pollution. Um... I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm so tired. I've just been I've just been sitting here and vibing. I've been looking for airsoft <laughs> parts this entire time. You know, I'm here. kind of a centrist, so I think, you know, both sides make really good points. Like on the one hand, pollution is bad, but on the other hand, um money. So, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm in the middle. You know, I'm a centrist. You know, I'm somewhere in the middle of polluting and not polluting. Can we just like pollute a little bit? Can we just, can we make both sides happy? <laughs> oh, Jake, did you see the Spider-Man trailer? Yeah, it looked really good. Oh, I, I, yeah, I want to talk well, about yeah, that next. Yeah, remember we were talking about it on Oh, Insta. yeah, I remember now. I, I can never remember who I talk to about what. I'm really bad about that. Normally, I only, I normally only talk to like a couple people, so it's not that much to keep track of right but like once 
because like I'm, you know, talking to the, the Benzie boys, my my uh, my friends that I used to work with. Uh, I'm talking to Haley uh, mostly. Uh, she's actually the one that I talk to the most, um, you know, on account of us living together. I talk to you. I'm talking to Gavin now. So, you know, I'm talking to more people now and and it's it's too much for me. You want to see my new airsoft gun? Yes. Let's see here. I'll turn on my camera so you can see it. Boom. Here she is. Ooh. It has a blue barrel. Uh-huh. And so what you can do here, I'll do my left side. So and so I'll describe having... for the uh, audio listeners. Uh so uh what I'm looking at is Jake is showing me uh, a gun. I'm get- <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it later um in the episode. It's one of my recommendations. Um but so instead, typically this, you know, the stock would be, you know, normal kind of straight out like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're able to angle it and you can have it down like all the way here if you wanted to. But you can angle it in a way so that you don't have to. Um, so, you, so you have a little bit more flexibility and room to move around more. So that's awesome. But, but yeah, she's super nice. Uh, I, spent, I spent like three, three eighteen on it. Is it your CO2 so, powered dildo? No, this is my airsoft gun. I've my, I I've my, I've it my is if you're brave enough. You it. Yeah, it looks nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I show you guys my lightsabers? No. no. I have lightsabers. Hang on, I need to show you guys. Are they like the really nice ones? They're the really nice ones. Hang on a second. Um, let me see here. How do I share my camera? Uh, bottom left hand corner. It says video. Like a video. Oh, I see. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay. Okay, wrong side. How do I switch this around? Uh, I don't know. Are you on your phone? Wrong camera. Okay, here we go. Oh, you're on your phone. Yeah. Okay, I'm you. wearing suspenders, bros. Ooh. Big pops. All right. So I got these at Disney. When I went uh, in March, I think it was. Um, so I got... Oh, like the custom lightsabers? You can build the lightsaber... They're okay, they're not the lightsaber factory ones. Are, so they are the lightsabers that they sell. They're like character lightsabers, basically. Right. Okay. Right. So I call this Anakin's lightsaber. They call it Ray's lightsaber. I call it Anakin's. It's lightsaber. not canon. It's Anakin's lightsaber. It's, Anna, it's Anakin's lightsaber. This is Anakin's lightsaber that was passed on from Obi Wan to Luke, and then from Luke was lost on the Death Star, and, no, not Death Star, the Bespin. And then from there, somehow got to that one alien, and then got to Rey. I don't know. I I call it the lightsaber of whoever had it for that 30-year period. (laughs) Because, actually, canonically, they owned it the longest. You know, I would say, like, it's the lightsaber of the person who built it. So, it's Anakin's lightsaber. Um, so it's a beauty. It's a beaut. Here's the hilt. I'm downloading my webcam app on my old phone so I can join oh, the, the webcam turned on party. Oh, that looks really cool. Isn't it oh, dope? I also got, is yeah, it, is right? it like full metal or is it plastic? It's metal. Nice. Ooh. It's nice. metal and there's, this is rubber. This is like not plastic. It's rubber. Right. And it's like, like really high quality shit. I have a, do you guys want to see it ignited? I can get the blade. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hang on. Hold on. I have the blades right here. I'm nerding out right now because I love these so much. Hey, okay. uh, hey, Gavin. What's up? 
Have you watched any of the John Wick movies? Uh, no. Okay, I was gonna say, well, this won't mean anything to you. I have the 2011 combat. Have you seen Master. John Wick? No. Okay, okay. moving on. <laughs> okay, here she is. Fully extendo. That's cool. Fully extendo. Is it made out of glass? This is made out of plastic, unfortunately. But, oh, dang it. Right, but like. I want it to shatter. Yeah, I was, I was like hoping to at least get one good hit in. <laughs> oh, it's so That's fucking so cool. cool. I love it so much. I'm actually going to dress up like Anakin for Halloween. This nice. Halloween. Oh, cool. Are you going to include uh, in the outfit? Are you going to include uh, the blood of the younglings, too? Uh, yes, actually. I'm gonna, are, are you, well, you going to have, you have children around you? If I'm going to the blood of the younglings, I would just have to dress up like a high school teacher. Wow. <laughs> so let's be honest here. Um, so that's this is Anakin's. It's beautiful. And I love it. I love wow. this hilt. It's beautiful. And oh, it was um, worth actually, it's not very true to the series that you're touching the blade. Uh, you know, you can suck my big wiggly dick. Um, but, oh, well, I never saw that. I, I, I never considered that that option. Actually, can I, can I, like, I get what you mean. Yes, the lightsabers in uh, 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 Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of, Revenge of, yes, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope are different lightsabers. <laughs> like, yeah, but granted, they were like, I think 25 years apart in terms of when they were built. So like, chill, brah. So here's Luke's lightsaber. Now this one, Disney kind of, um, kind of was like, we don't know how to engineer shit. So instead of having uh, a blade that just kind of goes, you have to take off this bit. Hang on. It's going to happen. There you go. Take off that bit. So you have these two separated. And you grab another bit from the box right here, which is a fat old hilt blade holder. And you fit that on. And then you put in the blade. And it's also beautiful. And I actually prefer the sound of this lightsaber versus like Anakin's because it sounds nicer. But like, Ooh. Ooh, look at that. I like the green. It's nice. It's really nice. And actually, you would think this hilt would be like uncomfortable. If you look, it's kind of like bumpy, but it's actually like nice. And I enjoy it a lot. And it's a lot more ergonomic than Anakin's. You want to, you want to see some of my moves? Yeah. Yeah, see some of your moves. Schmoving. Hang, Hang on. You're going to see a boy in Lederhosen do something. <laughs> doing Star so, Wars, Star Wars movies. All right, all right, Alex, start recording. <laughs> get the screen cap. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I've seen, um, I've seen videos comparing the like the Disney lightsabers. Mm -hmm. uh, did my camera freeze? Yeah, your camera froze. Uh, hold on. Best four hundred dollars I ever spent. This thing's awesome. This is the best. Uh, Three hundred and. Eighteen dollars I spent. Amen, brother. Amen. This thing's sweet. Let me turn off my camera because I have nothing to show anymore. Yeah, same here. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, then Nobody... I will try to get my webcam app working. I had to I, use my. How old do phone. I do this? <laughs> how do I stop recording? Just click the video button again. Hold on. Share your screen. Uh, cancel? No. Oh no, that's just just, just click uh, on the video. There you go. They do it. Oh, yeah, got it. it. Okay, cool, cool. Anyway, yeah, I've seen videos comparing the like the Disney lightsabers, 
to mm-hmm. I forget what the company's name is, but there's this like third party place that um, makes custom lightsabers. Maybe that, but yeah, this other company like they have like different animations for the blades and stuff. Oh and yeah, the price is either similar or cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, here's the cool thing: they don't call them like blade sounds; they call them blade fonts. That's awesome. Blade that's fonts, awesome. like like sound fonts. Yeah, like they call them. Oh, blade that's fonts. great! That's hilarious. I love I that. Love uh, can I get Times New Roman? <laughs> it's, I wanted to sound pretentious. I wanted to go home, home, home. <laughs> One of my favorite videos online is um, the Star Wars the lightsaber that you can record your own sounds. <laughs> Yes. So somebody did a did a Carl uh, Carl Weezer imp- impression, saying <laughs> him saying croissant. So every single time that you swing the lightsaber, it's croissant, croissant. So I was like, I was debating on getting um, uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber, but I decided not to because it was covered mostly in plastic, and I knew I could get a better quality one somewhere else. Yeah. But but like now I'm kind of regretting that because like. I kind of wanted to have Anakin's and Darth Vader's to show like the good and evil in one person. But that also, really, that uh, says a lot about society. You know, no, it <laughs> makes doesn't, you think. But, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's called being like, it's called being not a virgin, but like in your mind, technically still a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever helps you justify it. Anyway, um, you guys anyway. want to talk about the, the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So also, also, before we start that, let's say happy birthday to Alex. Can I was I was just gonna mention uh the No Way Home trailer uh came out the day before my birthday. So, you know, I wanna thank Sony and Marvel for that wonderful <laughs> birthday present. I didn't see it until the day after it came out. Um, but you know, just wanna say. Thank you for that birthday present. I know you're listening. Thank you. I'll have you know, um, I'm drinking like five month old wine, and uh, it, it's 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 not not that it's not good. It's just that I had previously opened it, and so it's like hemp, half oh. empty, half empty. Is this? Am I going to die if I drink this? Well, if you opened it and then closed it and then opened it again five months later. Is that what happened? Yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah, that. I mean, I don't know much about wine, but I know any other drink. If you do that, it'll like grow bacteria and shit. Because it has an alcohol content, so like I assume it's been killing bacteria. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't have much experience drinking alcohol. Um, That's a good point. As as you <laughs> might imagine. Hmm. So I I I wouldn't know. I mean, it tastes like wine. I well, I have had wine before. I had it at, at a Olive Garden. I had one of the like wine samples that they offer you. Turns Wait, out, if did you they check your ID, it turns out if you go to Olive Garden at the exact day and time that I did, and you have the exact same server that I did, uh, probably <laughs> just the one time because she probably learned her lesson. But uh, if you if you do the exact things that I did, they don't card you. And if you just say what? yes with enough confidence, they'll just they'll just give it to you. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm gonna Google. Can you drink six month old open wine? Yeah, that's yeah. D- d- you should do that. But anyway, the No Way Home trailer came out. Uh, holy shit, it's here. So, 
if you haven't been plugged into the hype like I have, uh, No Way Home was announced like a few months ago, and that was like all that we knew. We knew the title, and we knew like some information from like leaks and like confirmed castings, but we knew next to nothing about you know the the plot. Well, we knew next to nothing for sure about the plot or anything really, other than like what was set up in previous movies and and stuff that was leaked. But yeah, so we've been me and the other Spider-Man fans have been waiting for a very long time for the trailer to come and it finally came. Uh happy birthday to me. But yeah, so it actually from what I have heard, I didn't look at the leak myself, but apparently there was a leak that came out a little bit ago. Um well actually there Did are a couple leaks it? that I want to talk about. Yeah, I, I plugged it. Don't worry. But yeah, so there was a leak, a plot leak that said like, oh yeah, you know, Peter's going to go to Dr. Strange and see if, um, see if he can like do a spell to make everyone forget that he's Peter Parker or that he's Spider-Man. I mean, and, uh, then, you know, it goes wrong. And so that opens up the multiverse and, you know, that was that how they the, get to, like, plot the, leak. the English Captain America. Or the English Captain, hmm? I don't know what you call that. Remember the the like multiverse of like it's like an app or something, and there's like an English Captain someone, Captain England. Are you talking about what if? I think so. Maybe. Well, what if? What What if is a good show? I, the third episode came out today. I watched it. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty All good. Right. Um, All right. But anyway, yeah. So we got the trailer. And it confirmed that that plot leak is, it seems to be uh, true and correct. So I haven't read it, but if it details the rest of the movie, you know, maybe if you want a little sneak preview, check it out. Um, but yeah, so we're getting the multiverse. We're getting, well, we, I mean, we've been getting the multiverse, but we're getting it in the Spider-Man movie. So we got uh, Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus confirmed in the movie, we already knew Doc Ock was going to be in it because Alfred Molina was, you know, cast in the movie. Um, but we didn't know that Green Goblin was going to be in it. Uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Uh, how exactly? I'm not sure. From what I've heard, it seems like they're going to be variants, like from Loki, the show Loki. Pretty good. Check it out. It's fun. It's a fun show. Um, yeah, it seems like they're going to be variants, but also from an alternate universe. So I, you know, I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but it looks like we're going to get a Green Goblin who died and a, a de-aged Doc Ock uh, who also died in the in the movies that they were in. So yeah, time travel or or, or something is going to bring them back. And uh, another thing that I noticed is uh, Doctor Strange mentions. The multiverse is something that we know frighteningly, frighteningly little about. Maybe it's because it just hasn't existed for that long, and and Loki like made it only just recently occur. I don't know. Time is weird. Maybe it it always existed, but also didn't always exist uh, from their perspective. I don't know. Um, if if you, it feels like you really should watch Loki before watching this movie, just to get a baseline understanding of how the multiverse works in uh the mcu but anyway uh so now we know how the plot lines uh connect because we i've i've talked about on the show before how it's 
it's it wasn't very clear how exactly the whole like multiverse situation ties in with you know Peter uh, being framed for killing Mysterio and you know being outed as Spider Man, but now it you know it's obvious how that connects. You know, one immediately leads to another, so it's a bit more comforting knowing that it's not just these two disjointed, unconnected plot lines happening simultaneously. Oh, and by the way, side note, Jake, I don't know if you remember, but we were talking about uh, the toy leak that happened like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There was that Doctor Strange Funko Pop figure, and he was holding a shovel, and I was like, holy shit, what is that about? Does that that tie in with something in the movie? He's going to kill Spider-Man with a shovel. He's going to dig up the corpse of Tony Stark, uh, just like in the, just like in justice league when they dig up the corpse of Superman, weird thing that they did in that movie. Anyway, uh, no, turns out there's just a hole in his roof from that time that the Hulk fell through the roof and he wasn't there for five years to fix it. So I guess he has to like shovel out the snow. Thought it was going to be more exciting than that. No, can I ask, turns a, can out, I ask a question about comics. Yes. I so, can't guarantee that I'll answer it well, but you can ask. So, like, the Green Goblin and the Hulk, are they gay for each other? Uh, it's <laughs> merely subtext, but I'm going to say yes. Okay. But also, for the longest time, was, like, DC held over Marvel because the characters were better because they had Superman and, like, Superman... <laughs> and Batman and Harley Quinn and yada 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 and Joker whatever. Yeah, DC has so um, many exciting characters that everyone loves, like Batman and Batman and Superman, Superman and Batman. And the Joker occasionally and Yeah, and the Joker and Batman. Batman and Batman. And, uh, and Batman. Oh, and Superman. Superman too. Oh, yeah, him too. And oh, him and of too. course Batman. Batman and uh Harley Quinn. Oh, and uh, the Joker and, the, and, and Batman. Batman and Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting characters. Um, but I feel like Marvel was like the second rate, like comic people until Avengers came out. Uh, Avengers, the movie, like Avengers, that general, like the Marvel cinematic universe. Okay. Yeah. Like the, the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, would um, you say I'm correct on that assumption or am I missing something? Well, I mean the, I think comics wise, DC did have quite the head start. They had like a 30 year head start between, you know, the initial release of action comics, uh, whatever number, uh, you know, the introduction of Superman and then detective comics introducing Batman. Yeah. That was in like the 1930s. And then the Avengers and Spider-Man didn't come out until the, until I think 1964. Yeah. So, you know, they had a big head start. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, also Marvel before Marvel was Marvel, they had Captain America. So, I mean, you could argue that it, you know, mm-hmm. that also had an impact. But yeah, Captain America wasn't really th- there was a time between World War Two and the Avengers mm-hmm. when Captain America was in this weird limbo state where like he mm-hmm. was Steve Rogers then he was like Captain America commie smasher. And then the Avengers yeah. came out and then it, they retconned it. So Steve Rogers was frozen in the ice for the long yeah. period of 20 years. And so they Only retconned it. So 
Yeah, only 20 years because, you know, it was between 1945 and 1964, somewhere around there. Okay. So, but Captain America had comics coming out between, yeah. you know, that time. He had comics in the 50s, so they retconned it. So it was like a guy that stole his face, uh, just weird stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't count that as Marvel's start, really. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so... DC had a head start, so they already had a lot of built-in fame and notoriety from Batman and Superman having stories come out for a long time before that. So I guess you could say Marvel was like playing catch-up at that point. Okay, gotcha. And so, uh, which, I have another which is better than too. playing mustard? Yeah, I've I've one more question for you about Superman. So, given his proximity to like all the other superheroes. Um, and maybe even the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't. I don't really know. I they're trying to join those at all. But uh, before you finish, I know those... what you're going to ask. And yes, they do all want to have sex with them. Wow, oh, that was what you were going to ask, right? No, that's not what I was going to ask. Oh well, that's what I would have. Jesus, asked. no! I had that's very what, well. That was one of my first question. comic questions. How dare you? Wow, you have a very low bar for my questions. <laughs> um, damn, dude. Okay. I was going to ask, given his proximity to all these other uh, heroes in both Marvel and DC Cinematic Universe, you know, what do you think Superman's farts smell like? Um, well, it's unclear whether Superman eats because he has to or because he wants to. Because okay, all of like, his energy comes from the yellow sun. So okay, in theory, like, the that fuels sun. his body his so he wouldn't have to eat. His gut is used to Krypton's sun. Not uh, not good old American son. <laughs> so you, you think he has like indigestion maybe a little bit because he's getting like not the correct sunlight, but like the sunlight that it's something. It's something. It allows him to fly, but it's not the sunlight that he. Um, well, it, it seems to be that the yellow sun is more nutritious than the red sun and that's why he has you know these heightened abilities and he's like indestructible but if the yellow sun fuels his ability to uh, ability to fly and his like strength and everything Hmm. well you know it fuels our strength food so if his strength is fueled by the yellow sun does he need to eat it's unclear so if he if he needs to eat if he needs to eat i imagine that his farts smell like any humans would but if he only eats for pleasure, then does he even fart normally? Would he only <laughs> fart after a big dinner? So, I would like to see Superman just like like just fucking come after eating like <laughs> like chicken and waffles. But like, like it's a I Superman like come, him, like, so it's like a shotgun blast. Like fucking who is the girl that he's interested in? I forget who that lady is. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. I would like to see Lois Lane being like like, hey Superman, you want to show me that? Super blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, hold on, Lois. These, oh, all these chicken and waffles. Oh, fuck. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. We don't have anything like this on Krypton. Mm. So anyway, to answer your question, I don't know. (laughs) Should I? Who who invented Superman? I need to ask him. Uh, Joel Schuster and... I don't remember the other guy's name. Joel Schuster in the chat, because I know you're watching. Tell us what Superman's... Smart, uh, yeah, 100-year-old uh, man that's definitely dead by now. What's your you take know, on this? I'm like, 
You don't have to take a pessimist. He could be typing from heaven. You think heaven oh, doesn't, right. have, doesn't have access to, to uh, Discord? <laughs> yeah, so the the ghost of Joel Schuster. Schuster. Type in, yeah, type in the chat. Uh, what do Superman's farts smell like? Because frankly, if someone doesn't believe that the ghost of Joe Schuster is typing in the chat right now, and they're also Christian, you know, that makes me question your faith to God. Because if God can't make a ghost type into a Discord chat, what can't? What else can't God do? Yeah, this this is really a test of strength for the Lord Himself. Indeed. I'm an asshole. Okay. So anyway, there was a Spider-Man trailer <laughs> that came out. Um, oh, so Doctor Strange uh, sees Peter as an equal now. Um, so that that kind of leads into <laughs> what we have talked about before. About Let's rephrase how... this. Hold on a second. Um, Doctor Strange sees Peter Parker as being equal. However, Benedict Cumberbatch does not see um, fucking what's his face the guy who plays Batman Tom Holland. Spider- Tom Holland is being an equal. <laughs> oh yeah, that's an important distinction because no, he does not. He does not. They had they had Benedict Cumberbatch as like make sure this kid doesn't say dumb shit. He was basically his handler. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, in in the fictional continuity, Doctor Strange uh, sees Peter as an equal, which is really a testament to Benedict Cumberbatch's acting ability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So anyway, this man pretends to see this child as an equal. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, Peter, we've saved half the universe together. Uh, you, I think we're well beyond you calling me sir. He's like, okay, Stephen, uh, I don't like that. That's Doctor Strange saying it. That's not me saying it. I, I don't mind it. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not him. So why, why would I mind it? You know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, Doctor Strange and Peter are going to team up. We've already seen... I don't know if you've seen this, Gavin. We've seen, uh, Jake and I talked about this. There were like merch leaks with different shirt designs and and uh, toy leaks. That let me yeah. see if I can that, try to find it. Yeah, and they basically showed that they're going to team up, and Spider Man is going to have, of course, a new suit. He's going to have a couple new Three suits and uh, mandibles, as a spider has. Uh, he's going to have six uh, arms and um, uh, four arms and two legs like a spider. And um, Dr. Strange is going to become Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, well, that's exactly I what left, I was going to say. My genius just left you in silence. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we've seen that Dr. Strange and Peter are going to team up. Peter's going to get a couple new suits in the movie because of course he is. And mm-hmm. at least one of them is going to be imbued with some level of magic uh, gotcha. from Doctor Strange. Fucking awesome. However, you know how people complain about Spider-Man being like, oh, it's Iron Boy Jr. Because he uh, like people don't like that Tony Stark was Spider-Man's mentor. And they thought that he was just like like Iron Man's sidekick. And it's like it's it's not quite that. I mean, I kind of, I get where you're coming from. I just don't agree, however. But I th- I really fear that people are going to just see Spider-Man as Doctor Strange's um, sidekick now. And it's like, oh, I just, I just want them to team up. People would, okay, I, this is a bit of a rant that I've had in me for a bit. But people were going to complain regardless. People would complain. Wait, 
Wait, if, wait, wait, wait. You're saying people about the Marvel Cinematic Universe are going to are going to complain? No. I know it's bold of me to say. No. People That's not would the Marvel be... Cinematic Universe that I know. <laughs> <laughs> what um people would be complaining if Spider-Man wasn't teaming up with people. Because then they'd be like, well, why Spider-Man is in this greater universe like we've, you know, been asking for for years. Uh, yeah. Why isn't he teaming up with, why wouldn't he team up with Iron Man? That just makes so much sense. Because Tony Stark is dead. Well, I, I mean, like before that. Okay. Um, okay. People would be like, well, why, it only makes sense that he would team up with, because they're both like geniuses and Iron Man could help out Spider-Man a lot. Why isn't Marvel doing this? That's so, that's such poor writing. But now, like, because he did team up with them, Iron Boy Jr., why does Tony Stark have to do everything for him? Why is Peter interacting with people in the universe that we've been campaigning for him to be in? And it's like, just watch Spider-Man 2. Go watch Spider-Man 2, because that's the only thing that will satisfy you. Like, if a movie isn't Spider-Man 2, you're not going to be happy with it. Just face it. Um. I would I would like to mention that I'm happy that um that I am slightly removed from this conversation uh because I haven't watched uh Spider-Man 2 or you know really any of the Spider-Man u- movies. However, I do know enough to understand like how groups interact and um like everything that you're saying Alex is like yeah, I could see people saying that. <laughs> yeah. Raimi fanboys are well, first of all, they're all people that grew up with the Sam Raimi movies and they don't recognize that nostalgia really colors their perception of uh, of newer Spider-Man movies. Um, the Sam Raimi movies are very good. I'm not going to say that they're not good, but, you know, uh, just because a movie is different, that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, no, totally. I get you there. Um, on another note, and you might, um, uh, might want to cut this out, um, I have to leave at like 10. Okay. Yeah, we won't. I I'll try not to go past ten. Okay, gotcha. we're gonna go past ten. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll we'll try. We'll try. We'll breeze through the rest of this. Um, <laughs> we we are going to go past ten. We never end yeah. on time. I just have work at nine a.m. and I just I I like to not feel tired at work. Oh, please! Totally I have work at six. Wait, what do you do, James? Jake. Fuck me. What do you oh, do, Jack? Fuck me. I was like, I know your name. I know your name. <laughs> um, what do you, I work do I work support desk for an uh local IT company here in Traverse. That's awesome, uh buddy. Wow. I'm so impressed by that. Um I do drugs for a living. Um, <laughs> Dude, at least share. Come on, you're on the podcast. <laughs> I I'm a pharmacy technician at CBS. part of the crew, part of the ship. So um, <laughs> I I like to say I like to say that um, I sell drugs for a living, which I do. You're a state sanctioned drug dealer. <laughs> you technically I'm do a, sell drugs for a living, dude. I'm an FDA and DEA certified drug dealer. <laughs> He's a pro. So I it's funny. We He's not one of the amateurs. Because. <laughs> My uh, my roommate in college, he he sold drugs, but like not the FDA approved ones. You know, and if so, you if you are a drug dealer, sorry to, sorry to interrupt, but if you are a yeah. drug dealer, you should just say you're an amateur pharmacist. Well, because that doesn't make okay. Because freelance, 
Oh yeah, no. If you're like a drug dealer, you're an amateur LSD, freelance pharmacist. I that's what I that's what me and my dad call it a freelance pharmacist. If you sell <laughs> illegal drug like heroin and meth and like you're a freelance pharmacist. Um, we support uh, small business. We support. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I like to say that I, I deal, I, I sell drugs. I don't deal them, I sell them. Yeah, you don't make the deals. You're just, you're the middleman. The far, the well, pharmaceutical companies are the, 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 okay, um, for being, I forgot okay, so the word that you used. For being completely like the dealers. straightforward, technically the doctor is the drug dealer and then you're I'm right. the drug seller, but the insurance you're company the, the middleman. is the middleman. Okay, yeah. So it's like if you took everything a drug dealer did and then spread it between three industries. See, that's what, you know, it's just inefficient. We should take a few cues from the from the, 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 the little guy, the underdogs. You have to, everyone in the pharmacy is wearing like a hoodie and put, has some headphones on and are listening to like um, Eminem and just kind of like sitting around with their dog Right. And that's oddly specific. And you just have to come up and be like, hey, 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 you got some got some good got, got some got some candy candy man. That's the code word. You got some candy candy man. Actually, now that I say that anyone who goes to a pharmacy, if you go up to the pharmacist and say you got some candy candy man, you you, you instantly get 15 hydrocodone. You know what? You know, this may be bold of me to say, but drug dealers, they're just more efficient than the the legal drug dealers because like like a drug dealer a, a drug dealer or a group of drug dealers can get an entire neighborhood hooked on crack or heroin or whatever uh they got the entire state of florida hooked on meth but the pharmaceutical companies can't even get the covid vaccine to developing countries so, okay, you know, so that's not up take to the, the drug dealers, take the drug the dealers, give them the power the to control it's the pharmaceutical the companies. Pharmacies, They'll get it to that's everyone. Not the pharmacies, Alex. That's not the pharmacy's responsibility to get. It's not CVS's responsibility to get the Pfizer vaccine to, to Indonesia. That's the manufacturer's responsibility to sell it. To that's what place. I'm saying. I'm saying get the drug dealers in charge of the manufacturers. Drug dealers in charge of the manufacturers. Get it, like get saying, the, have like them saying, in charge of whoever is in charge of of getting it to everyone. They'll get it out in a day. That's like saying, make sure that the vending machine operators control Coca Cola. Yes, you get it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I thought you were gonna have a rebuttal to that. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm glad you're <laughs> on the same page. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, my final thought on the Spider-Man trailer uh, is Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so I already knew that they would have to find some way to get the to get it back to the old status quo of like people not knowing who Peter is, um, or you know they could go in the other direction and keep going with everyone knowing who Spider-Man is. I hope they don't do that, but it's either that or get it back to the old status quo of no one knowing who he is. Um, which is what Dr. Strange's spell was going to do. I always knew that they were going to end with that. You know, hopefully, uh, I just wasn't sure how they would do it because it's, I didn't see a good way for them to do it. That would make sense narratively and also be satisfying and, and like have a, have it in a way that feels like there's consequences for things that happen. 
But it seems like if they if they just try to redo Doctor Strange's spell and like have it actually work, that's fine. That's a that's an okay way to make it go back to the old way that it used to be. I have a fan theory. Go ahead. I think that uh, Doctor Strange's spell uh, made um, um, the Green Goblin gay for the Hulk, and everything that happened between them causes all the issues that um, that Loki. Uh, technically, I mean, if you're looking at it technically, um, the, the love and the Hulk and the Green Goblin caused all the time issues in uh, the show Loki. Now, hear me out. So you know how matter can't be created or destroyed? Yes, I'm familiar with, uh, with um, uh, Einstein's theories, yes. Same, same with uh, romantic attraction. Doctor Strange can't make the Green Goblin, and the Hulk gay for each other. So what I'm saying is, he's just awakening what was already there. Aww. And I will, I will stand by that. Are you saying that they're, they are gay for each other? Like, beyond uh, universes? It's, it's, exa- it's exactly... Well, the Green Goblin and the Hulk are in the same universe. Well, the Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin and the Hulk from the MCU aren't in the same universe, but in the comics they are. And it's like... You know, when I answered okay. your question earlier, are they gay for each other? Yes, it's just subtext. Okay. And I will stand right. by that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I expect uh, both of you to say uh, to get larger than it already is. Uh, and we'll be on a panel at like Comic-Con and they'll be like, are they gay for each other? And then you'll be like, yes. I'm going to give a long rambly speech about the history of the comics and just... Any, anything and everything in between. And then I'm going to end it with, in conclusion, to answer your question, yes. Yes. In conclusion. You're gonna, and then I'm going to be like on a socioeconomic like, rant about how it's like economically better for Marvel to make them gay for each other. And then you'll just have this like touchy-feely, emotion-y kind of speech. And then you, at the end of it, you'll say, yes, they are gay for each other. In conclusion... I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, So we got through the Spider-Man trailer. We got through News Minute. We got through Alex Complains, the best segment. Uh, So we're going to get into the Suicide Squad. After an hour and an hour and 37, an hour and 38 minutes of recording. Yeah, we're going to finally get into the movie. Uh, But first I have to go to the bathroom and I'll be right back in a minute. (laughs) We talked for an hour. Damn. How you been, Jake? I've been vibing. Are you sure that my name isn't James? I'm now very sure that your name is James. <laughs> um, I'm just terrible with names. Like, I know faces, but I have no... Um, I, I have very bad issues connecting names to faces. That's all good, man. Yeah. Um, it's, it, but just letting you know, though, not to say that it's not personal. Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, uh, but uh, it's not personal. <laughs> nothing personal kid <laughs> go fuck yourself nothing personal <laughs> kid go fuck yourself <laughs> okay here's a question I have for you sure you know so we've been able to figure out how to make um, how to make nicotine vaporized into the lungs to make you feel an effect from nicotine why I- hasn't there been a thing for alcohol yet you know that's a good question we got you know we started, we started, you know, vaping basically nicotine. Now we need to start yeah. vaping alcohol. 
that that's yeah. what you're saying, right? <laughs> but it would make you like so alcohol like, vapes. Yeah, but like the difference between like, so it's you know, so it's a so it's a reverse breathalyzer. I mean, but a breath breathalyzer only measures. Right, 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 right. It only tells you what's already there. Right, it doesn't right. take away alcohol. Right. So here's here's my thing. Here's my here's here's the thing. So like, um, smoking. Fill a bong with like, beer. I I'm not gonna lie. I've had a cigarette before, and um, the nicotine from a cigarette is a very even slope in terms of how hard it hits and when it hits and how long it lasts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that exactly. A, that's what I'm when, saying. Right. When you exactly Alex get, gets it. When you hit a vape, it's like instant nicotine to the head right it's like an instant head rush so now, how does it compare to that... nicotine patches yes alcohol to... patches alcohol patches we need to make a vape that will like you'll hit it once and then for like a good two seconds you'll be blackout drunk and then you'll start coming <laughs> down again you would make a lot of you're money, so right but you also yeah. get like so many like parents like <laughs> there'd be so many people like against you so many parents doesn't even matter uh, he'd be making so much money that he can just hire uh bodyguards right yeah. tell me what i'm doing is illegal illegal prove it in the court of law we can't that's it that's all i got yeah hold on i have i just realized i didn't finish uh copying pasting uh all of my notes for the suicide squad that's just gonna take a second I thought you were going to say, I just realized I didn't finish peeing. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that too. Oh, yeah, oh there's some that. left. <laughs> I didn't so finish peeing. a little bit left in there. I'm just going to go. You really wanted to join the conversation about yeah. alcohol vapes. Yeah. <laughs> so you stopped peeing right in the middle to join Here's in. even better. Here's even better. Um, join in on his phone so you hear Antidepressant vapes. Now that. That would be a great thing. Right. But here's the thing. People have this misconception that antidepressants are just like happy pills. They're very much not happy pills. Um, it makes you very like even keel. Like I'm not happy or sad. I'm very neutral. You feel like a Vulcan from Star Trek, I'm going to say. You're just like, all right, life is logical. So it's like post not clarity. <laughs> you know, you know, yes. You know, yes, I would say so. But it's weird because like once you start antidepressants and stuff, like um like post nut clarity doesn't become a thing anymore because you're always in post nut clarity mode so like oh you like you you do the you you drain the snake and then you're like i don't want to be horny anymore i just want to be happy <laughs> i just i don't like i don't want to feel this compulsion to tug on this piece of skin i just want to i just want to like enjoy life without the hindrance of me being like butts I feel you. I feel you there. You know, given the pause in between my last sentence and when you said I feel you, I feel like you don't feel me. I, well, I, I understand. <laughs> However, I am in a, a very fulfilling relationship. So in a way I, I, I don't, but like I, we've, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all have been. If you're not there currently, uh, you, you have been. Mm -hmm. Am I right, boys? My right boy. That's the thing, though. Like, male sexuality, like, is assumed to be this, like, rampant, like, overbearing, like, bruh, me want sex. When really it's like, uh, I kind of just, it's like, sex is nice, but 
cuddling would be nice too. And I just kind of yeah. want to cuddle. I just kind of want to cuddle. Well, sometimes it's like, yeah, I could take it or leave it. You know, it's nice. Yeah. Like, especially if you're on antidepressants, because it's like, I just want to cuddle. But the closest yeah. thing I have to cuddling is Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like half participating in the conversation. The other half of my brain is trying to paste in my notes. Incompetence is what I call that, Alex. You, I will not fight you on that. Oh, shit. No, I, bro, you good? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, all right, that would that's be me everything. as a manager. I'd be like, you're incompetent. I'd be like, I know, I'm sorry. I'd be like, bro, you good? I'm s- No, hold on. <laughs> Wait, Wait, you weren't supposed to agree. You were, you're supposed to defend yourself, and now I know your true state of mind, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought we were just messing around. I thought we yeah, were doing man. the... I thought we were role-playing. Sorry, firing you is fun for me. I thought we were just messing around. Um. Anyway, so this week we all watched the Suicide Squad uh, yes. as as this week's movie pick of the week. Uh, general, we'll do general thoughts before we get into the movie, the the plot, or opinions on it. Um, like you know the specifics. Uh, generally, though, uh, what were you guys' opinions on it? It was the most like absurdly funny movie i've seen in a while um yeah i really liked so okay i i talked to you about this earlier alex how like uh elon musk is to doctors how the dc universe is to marvel where like marvel is very much like like thanos limited half a life on earth and now we need to get them back because people mean something to us whereas dc is like fuck it people die you know oh yeah now i remember well, you because when you said it this time, I was like, "Wait, what?" And then, uh, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, Elon Musk. Elon Musk being just like, "Yeah, people die." Yeah, doesn't so, matter because like, you know they're serving what I want, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I feel like DC is very much like, "Who gives a shit if this character dies? We'll just make another character." Uh, yeah, like like how there's Ratcatcher and Ratcatcher Two. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, did you miss that? How there's another like when they rat were... movie about her? No, no, there's oh. no like the character. The character yeah. in the movie is Ratcatcher two, and you know John Cena's like, what? We couldn't get Ratcatcher one. <laughs> they should have. They should have. Should have named her Ratatouille oh. two. That's what they made that joke in the movie. They called. How, yeah, yeah, they did. I think. How so. on the nose would it be if she funny. was named Remy? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really great <laughs> now but, but speaking of um, on the nose though I watched the original Suicide Squad with the one from 2016 the bad one and I'll talk a little bit about that before we get into this movie um, after you guys are done I don't want to step on your toes or nothing definitely um, one of the best movies I've seen in a while I mean mainly because it hits my like like Harley Quinn says everything that my logic says like when the guy was like, take this for, and he dies. And for she starts who? slapping his face. For who? And that's like exactly what my mind was thinking. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, I'm caught in this middle ground of like, is Harley Quinn in the fourth, like fourth, breaking the fourth wall here? Or am I just fucking crazy? You know? So um, I really appreciated that. Maybe really you're crazy it. and she's breaking the fourth wall. Maybe both. Maybe Harley Quinn is like just reaching out to me through the fourth wall. Maybe um, in a way, we are all Harley Quinn. 
Fuck you, and Alex. In a different way, Harley Quinn is a fictional character that we are not. Oh, in, indeed, indeed. Both um, of those are possible. But you know, both I of those really, are equally possible. <laughs> uh, I just really enjoyed that like um, moment of like we all can relate to like for who or like. When she jumps in the eyeball, that's all we wanted to see is someone stab yeah. the eyeball. I, I was wondering why they always go for, like, the legs. Right? When go that's clearly the not the most vulnerable part of the body. Obviously. There's a giant eyeball. There's a literal, it's like in a video game when you're fighting a boss and they have, like, a glowing thing on their forehead. And it's like, I wonder where their weak point is. Exactly. <laughs> and I just love how the, like, end monster was defeated by like a group of rats because when we saw a girl who could control rats we weren't thinking like who knew that they would single-handedly win the movie in this battle right and i feel bad for the dot guy because i feel like he would have been a great asset he destroyed one of the monster's legs you just have to do that four more times and you're good right yeah and after you have it on the ground get the rats to eat it up you're good right so, like, I feel like the two most underestimated heroes in this uh, turned out to be the most, like, wow, these guys are actually powerful. So, that's my two cents. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, what did you think of it? I know you uh, you mentioned a couple things to me after you watched it. You mentioned it was, like, really gory and stuff. Yeah, I... <laughs> so, this is my first DC movie. I, like, I never watched any DC movie beforehand. The only oh, by the way, DC. for the audience, it's on HBO Max if you want to watch it before we, you know, spoil the whole thing. Uh, it's on HBO Max. Uh, watch it and then, spoiler spoiler alert, I should have mentioned that, spoiler alert for the whole thing. Um, and it's R-rated. Uh, it's another important piece of information. Uh, now proceed. Uh, Alright, sorry. Venus! Uh, sorry. <clears throat> um... But I thought, so So it was my first DC movie. The only thing that I've ever watched other, like, I, I've, I've, I've watched some DC TV shows, uh, that being Teen Titans and Crypto the Superdog. Those are, like, the only two that I watched. Oh, I remember. I remember Crypto the Superdog. I watched that, but no Superman stuff. So that was, like, mm-hmm. the main yep, character for me, and Superman was, like, a side dude. He was just Crypto's <laughs> owner. Uh... Okay, but I thought, um, I thought I thought it was pretty decent. Definitely, I'll be honest. Definitely not as good as Marvel, but it's di- but it's different. It's it's different. Yeah, than Marvel. I wouldn't say it's better or worse. It's it's just different. They're just they're different. allowed to do different things. The movie's built different. It's built different. <laughs> this this movie is a Sigma male. So so who's who's the main guy? Uh, Zack Snyder. Right, that's the main guy for DC, the superhero yeah, movies. Yeah, right? unfortunately, yes. Um, did he work on the original Suicide Squad or no? Mm, I don't. He might have been like a producer, but David Ayer was the director. Okay. He Suicide probably Squad. had some part in it. Uh, he wasn't part of it, so that's probably why they redid it, and that's why it's better. They bas- they basically just pulled another Justice Justice League. Yeah, no, see, I don't think it was because of Zack Snyder's involvement. I, Zack's, things that Zack Snyder does are, well, I'd, I'd say he has not been good for DC. Uh, that's, that's how I'll put it. Batman v Superman, Justice League were just, you know, not, not very good. They're very, like, 
overly serious, which is one of the things I don't like about Suicide Squad 2016. It's like dark, unnecessarily dark, takes itself too seriously. You know, Zack Snyder loves Jesus metaphors. He likes making his characters, you know, basically Christ himself. Um, right. It's just really heavy handed stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, Zack Snyder was a producer on this one. But James Gunn was the director. He directed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. That's what he's known for. Um, I don't know. He probably also wrote it. But yes, James Gunn is really the key influence of this movie. I he I I'd say he is what made it as good as it was. In conclusion, to answer your question, uh, yes, Green Goblin and the Hulk are gay for each other. <laughs> But anyway, sorry to uh, interrupt you like that. Uh, that's pretty I much like all I had penis. to say. Okay. I like all the penis in the movie. I saw a lot of dick, and that was pretty cool. That was pretty yeah, well, you know, Actually, yeah, you could uh, pretty much see all of John Cena's dick and balls in, uh, in the scene where he was in his tidy whities The whole outline was there. Okay, I'm the only one that noticed. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm totally eating some fried chicken right now. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I'm just kind of sitting here vibing. I feel like I'd, I've I've talked in, uh, too much about my opinion on this. I wanted to hear um, I wanted to hear um, fucking Jack's opinion on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for sharing your opinion, James. Yes, James. I want to let you know, James, how valued you are on the team. Uh, what, um, I'm. What did you guys say? I totally spaced out. I want to let you know, James, how valued you are on this team. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I watched Suicide Squad 2016 earlier today uh, just to see how it compared. I for this kind of thing, I like to watch the the whatever, like the remake, like with the Snyder Cut. I watched the Snyder Cut. I haven't seen the original cut of Justice League. I wanted to view it as just its own thing because that's what it was supposed to be. It's just, it's Zack Snyder's full vision. But with this, I kind of, I wanted to see what it was improving upon. Cause it's sort of a remake, sort of a sequel. It's in this weird territory where like, they don't want to really acknowledge the first movie, but it is, it seems to be in the same general continuity, like Rick flag and Harley Quinn know each other. They've been on a mission together. Maybe even if it's not if even if it wasn't Suicide Squad 2016, it was something. But anyway, so I watched Suicide Squad 2016 to see, you know, just how much worse it was. And it is exactly as bad as everyone said. Let's see. Let me find my notes for it. Um, First of all, everything feels so incredibly on the nose for the first movie. Like, okay, the music, the the music in the Suicide Squad the James Gunn one so much better than the music for suicide squad. Like, okay, this is like a, a really overdone trope, but like when like a bad guy is on screen, a really like hacky movie will play sympathy for the devil. And it's like, get it. Cause they're the devil. And it's like, yeah, we get it. It's just so it's a, it's such a cliche. And they did exactly that in Suicide Squad. Amanda Waller comes on screen. They play Sympathy for the Devil. Hmm. And Harley, uh, they did like whole sequences for everyone's backstories. 
and in Harley Quinn's thing, the music that played was Super Freak. Get it? Because she's a super freak. She's super freaky. Do you get it? It's just so obvious and on the hey, nose. Hey, Alex, Alex, Alex. I don't, I don't get it. Um, so she's a, a, a freak, but not like a normal freak. She's, um, I guess you could say a super freak. You lost and me I don't know I'm if you, sorry. Okay, so you know like the word very? No. It's like, it's like that, but it's a different word. Oh, uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so okay, she's so, like, so, so, so like she's the, a super, and, were, and there was, the rats were the super freaks, yeah. Uh, well, the Harley Quinn was the super freak, and that's why they played the song Super Freak. Uh, by the way, there's a song called Super Freak, and that's what they played for her. Uh, you get it? Um, oh, oh, okay, okay, because yeah. of the director. And like Captain and Boomerang, was- the Australian guy, the music that they play for him is a, an ACDC song because they're Australian. Okay, I'm sorry. They should have played um, uh, I Come From the, the, the Land Down. Wait, I Come From the Down Under. The song Down Under. Song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another another uh, another great choice, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just just shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this character has this surface level trait. Okay, play a song with that name, and I, it feels like a bit more care went into the soundtrack for the Suicide Squad. Another thing that the Suicide Squad does to improve, uh, no Joker, the Joker in Suicide Squad twenty sixteen. Get what they were going for. Get what Jared Leto was going for. However, it's bad. It's just, it's it's uncomfortable. I don't like that version of the Joker. I don't like the things he does. I don't like how on the nose everything he does is. Like the the tattoos, how he has broken tattooed on his forehead. How he's like laying in the circle of knives in that one scene for some reason. And Or his silver teeth. Oh, and, and the silver teeth, yeah. So yeah, I just, I don't like that version of the Joker, and I'm glad that there is no trace of him in this movie. Also related to that, Harley Quinn, so much better in the sequel, uh, in these in the Suicide Squad, because um, I'm assuming you both haven't seen Suicide Squad, hopefully. No. Harley Quinn not, no. is, okay, Harley Quinn in that movie is so over-sexualized. Mm. Like you, you've seen her outfit that she wears in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like you can see like half of her butt, and, and it's like if you want to dress like that, fine. Like I'm, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna be a Puritan. Like if that's what you want to wear, fine. I don't care. But okay, but the keep fact, in mind, Margaret but the Robbie fact that, was being paid like millions of dollars to show her butt. <laughs> sure, I yeah, it's a I I I would love that job, but. It's just, it feels gross that like these male writers and producers decided it would be like really poggers if you could just, if you could just see half of her ass through the whole movie and like all, all of her movements are like so over-sexualized and it's just, it feels unnecessary and it's like, I, I feel bad for Margot Robbie because like that's, that's, that's gotta be like uncomfortable, like, you know, like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, at, at least a little bit. At least um, a little bit. Like so there I'm must have been like a, like a. This is rated R, right? Okay, that it makes is kind of some sense. Yeah. Well, this one is rated R. The original one was PG thirteen. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm you know I'm glad that 
Birds of Prey. I haven't seen Birds of Prey, but I know it. Uh, th- that that movie and the Suicide Squad have done a lot to sort of roll back all of that sexualization for her and like make her just like a person. You know, she's not a sex object. She's not just the Joker's girlfriend. She's, you know, her own character. She's Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's Harley Quinn. And uh, I, you know, I think that her character is a lot more well executed in this movie. Honestly, I think Harley Quinn in this movie was actually kind of like a sweet girl. Yeah, she was. And she was a badass. Like when she's badass, but also like sweet. And so like when they're trying to save her and she comes out and she's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're here to save you. And she's like, you guys came here to save me? Oh, that's yeah. so cool and sweet. And like, oh my gosh, she understands that like these people went out of their way to make sure that you come out of the situation okay. That's mm-hmm. another thing. It makes more, it makes sense that these people care about each other. Because yeah, in Suicide and- Squad, it's these people that borderline hate each other that Mm -hmm. that are being forced to work together and then it's just they end up caring for each other just Mm -hmm. like it's seemingly for no reason other than just plot Mm -hmm. but But i also like in this in this one like you see them like bond and everything and that's that's nice i also like seeing that fine line between like harley quinn being touched and also being crazy because she was like came all this way to save me and then like directly after that it was I can go back in if you guys want to come and save me. And that's like crazy. Yeah. And that, well, like, that's, that's also crazy. after she massacred everyone in that building. Well, right. yeah, they're just like, a brisk stroll of anything for them. And so, like, I just found that, like, adorable and also very Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, so like, Harley Quinn's not, so much more well done. What I'm trying to say is she's not, like, some heartless yeah. killer. Yeah. She's Harley it, Quinn. Well, it's also believable that they would want to rescue her. Exactly. She's Harley Quinn. Like, yeah, she's she's she would go out of her way to save anyone on that team. Yeah, well, it also, in addition to that, they also made her smarter. Like oh, she, yeah, she sees. You know, when the um, I was gonna like go down the whole list of like what happens in the plot, but we can just talk about the whole thing because um, we're already on it. But when she kills the president of of the like the regime, um. You know, she has this whole thing about like, yeah, I, after my last boyfriend, I kind of, I, I told myself I would look out for red flags and killing children is a big red flag. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta murder you. Cause what, you know, what am I going to let you live so you can come back and manipulate me? No. And it feels like she's really learned and, and she's grown as a character. I'm really happy you brought that up, Alex, actually, because I, I did not know that was about the Joker. I thought she had just been like in just these general non-publicized relationships with other guys that were really manipulative. But now that I know that was about it was about the Joker, I'm like, oh, yeah, and that that's makes a the lot only sense. that is the only trace of the Joker in this movie. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Amen. So yeah, it feels like yeah we we see her progress. It's nice. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Um, Rick like Flag. Um, what was that? I was just saying I like that. Yeah. Um, another character that's a lot better done, Rick Flagg. He's in both of the movies. He seems kind of one-dimensional in Suicide Squad 2016. He has a little bit of characterization, um, but it's, it's just not much. He just seems sort of like, you know, the straight man 
um, which he is in this movie, but it's, he also feels like a person, you know? And by the way, I want to show where Rick Flagg, I know he got killed in the movie, spoiler alert, but I just want to show where he is just put on different teams of metahumans and he just has to deal with their bullshit because he is the perfect, like, every man, like, mm-hmm. compared to these, you know, these these yeah. people. I could imagine his, like, actual human person name being, like, John Smith. Yeah. Yeah, That's he, how, like, he is a John Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one, one thing from the first movie that kind of bugged me and this line is said by John Cena's character, but it kind of makes sense for him. Cause he's like fanatical or whatever, but Rick flag in, in suicide squad, he keep, he has this like sort of rivalry with Deadshot, Who's like the blood sport of that movie. Really? They are pretty much the same character, but blood sport is, is done a lot better. Um, but Rick flag is like, Oh, you have no honor. You kill for money. It's like your job is you're a is you are a soldier, and you get a a paycheck or a, a pension from doing that. So yeah, I mean you can think that it's good when you do it, but like you also kill for money. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So like it, like okay, if you want to have him like not like Deadshot or think he's like you know a criminal or whatever, like okay, fine. But like that's a weird way of doing it i mean it's not a it's not like a deal breaker for me but in an already bad movie that just is another like it's another thing that bothers me yeah okay on an off note anyone else was shipping that uh the rat girl in polka dot a little bit you know i kind of you know i kind of see it i wasn't thinking about it but like i kind of kind of see it i kind of i really wanted them to be like because i when that one guy, when they were just getting out of prison, was like, "Hey, polka dot, I need someone at my child's, uh, my child's uh, birthday. Why do you come? And you, you pussy." And he was like, "Okay." And it get gave you the sense that the only reason he's signing up for this is because he wants to die. Yeah, poor dude. He okay. Yeah, we, that's another thing we talked about uh, when you called me earlier after you watched the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, he's yeah. just a victim of circumstance. He's not, dude. He. He doesn't deserve to be there. No, of course not. And like when the rat girl is there, she's like super compassionate and like, like, I mean, a little simple, a little simple. She and doesn't there, deserve to be there either. She is also a victim of uh, circumstance. Yeah. And so I feel like, like, for instance, when he was like, sorry, it's super flamboyant. She was like, no, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Like, I thought that was awesome. And like, he finally got some gratification that he was probably missing throughout his entire life. Yeah, I well, I definitely at least want them to be like friends. Too bad he died, yeah. though. Too bad he was. <laughs> too bad he, the instant he realized he was a hero, he was just destroyed. Spoiler alert. You know, I want that at my. I, I want the eulogy at my funeral to be like. Too bad he died, though. Too bad he died. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, take me up on that offer. I'll go to your funeral and say, "Too bad he died, though." <laughs> Just to be like, oh, he was so awesome and great. I'll give everybody a keyboard and tell them to put F in chat. (laughs) Can you please? This is an an immortal uh, record of what I want. Everybody in a Discord server. And give everybody a keyboard and say, all right, everybody, press F in chat at the same time. As my coffin is being lowered. Yeah. (laughs) Alex was the most creative guy I knew. Too bad he died, though. (laughs) <laughs> that word for word please make that my eulogy um 
But anyway, back to the the two movies. So DC movies have a tendency to want to be like grounded and like realistic, you know, like the Dark Knight trilogy. It's like, what if Batman was actually real? And like DC has had that sort of mentality throughout all of its, I maybe not all, but most of its movies, uh, except for, you know, recently with like Birds of Prey, uh, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, I mean, um, and like Shazam, it's starting to get into more of like a fun, like wacky direction, which I like. Um, but Suicide Squad was in this weird transitional period where like it was trying to be grounded and like gritty and realistic, but it was also on its way to being sort of ridiculous. And it's this weird mix of the two. Like it's trying to take itself so seriously, but at the same time it has like, you know, Enchantress who's like a a God and Killer Croc who, as far as you know, is just a guy with a skin condition. Like in the comics, he's like a crocodile man, but in this movie, it's not really well explained. And like, if you want to have a character like that, that's not very much explained. That's a, that's good if it's if it's done right. This movie does it. Uh, the Suicide Squad does it very well with like Weasel and pretty much the entire uh, first team that you're introduced to. I like that the Weasel survived because, like, I called yeah. that when he when they're like he's dead, and then he survived at the end of the movie. I was like, I, fuck I love yeah, Weasel. I I love Weasel. I loved, <laughs> I loved it when Pete Davidson was like, yo, is this a dog? <laughs> oh, I was trying to think of that comedian's name. Pete Davidson. I loved his character in the movie. And I'm sure he was like, I'm sure when he when he tried to like get the role, he was like, yeah, I just won't be in this movie. If you want to kill me instantly, that's cool too. I can like, imagine I can him, him saying that verbatim. Yeah. Like, if you want to kill me instantly, I, I get it. I, I just want to be in this movie. I want to be in this universe. I, I like to think that he was like just getting high with James Gunn and and they were just talking and James Gunn was like, do you want to be in a movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that's another thing that this movie does so much better. The whole like dealing with backstories like it, yes. in in Suicide Squad, like Deadshot's backstory, Harley Quinn's backstory is so meticulously detailed. And they're just regular people. It's believable that they're there. It's believable that they exist. But like Enchantress, Cr- Killer Croc, the uh, Katana. Katana was a character in Suicide Squad that has no explanation, but she has this sword that traps the souls of people that get killed by it. What? But no, you, that's just pass. That, that's just mentioned in passing. But no, we got to mm-hmm. know exactly how much time Will Smith spent, spent with his daughter. Yeah, well, that's one thing I liked. So I'm saying this with the ignorance of the first movie, but um, one thing I really liked about uh, The Suicide Suicide Squad uh, is that um, it showed all of the action and then flashed back to prison, right? So like Mm -hmm. before they're like beyond human humans and they're in prison and then they're just people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then they're just incarcerated people who are given a deal. Mm-hmm. yeah right? exactly and so i really like that because it really kind of grounds every character into a uh into a reality that we kind of understand also the the concept of the suicide squad like the team itself is uh like i'd say like a third of the first movie is spent like 
uh, with Amanda Waller and her people like pitching the idea to the U.S. government. And they're like, I don't know. But they're like, what if Superman was evil? Then we would want someone to like stop him. So let's get this group of criminals together and give them weapons. Um, and like it, it does so much to like explain like why they want the suicide squad to be there. And it just, I don't know. It feels like it's over explained, but with, uh, the suicide squad, it's explained in the first like two and a half minutes. Like, yeah, you want out of here, go on this mission for us. You may or may Mm -hmm. not die, but you get 10 years off your life sentence if, or off of whatever your sentence is. If you finish the mission, (laughs) Ten and years off a life sentence is still a life sentence. <laughs> life minus ten. You so get ten years off your sentence, but your life expectancy is also ten years shorter. They're just like a life sentence is like your entire life, but we'll take ten years off of that. We'll figure we'll out the exact faster. day you die. Yeah. And then subtract ten years from that. But no, it's explained very quickly. Go on this mission, you get ten years off your sentence. Uh, mm-hmm. Or if you don't, you you die. You, choice that, is yours. But I, that like two and a half minutes of of exposition is given like a half hour in the first movie. And I think like the um, the exclusion of that metacognition of like what would happen if Superman decided to to to, to take over Congress and take over the world? We should make a squad to take care of it. Instead, they were just like, I, I get your point there, where it's like you kind of lost the audience at like that metacognition of like Superman's too powerful. We need to make a squad that can take care of him. Well, the thing is, there is a squad that can do that. It's the Justice League. And you also have the added benefit of them not being criminals. I mean, can they take on Superman now? Yeah. Can they? Well, you, have you seen Justice League? They have to no. fight him at one point and they like do well, actually he, he wins in that, but still they have a, ju- they have a better chance I'd say than the suicide squad. Yeah. So I mean, the whole, the whole point of them, the I'm sorry. What was I that? I mean, seeing their performance at the beginning of the suicide squad, I'm like against Superman, they can hardly take on a South American like army. See? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the point that I wanted to make. The, the point of them taking on Superman, like if that's the reason they exist, uh, fucking try better next time. Cause yeah. he would wipe the floor <laughs> with them. But if the point is to make, uh, is to form a group of people or multiple groups, like multiple teams to like do these covert missions, that's exactly what you would want the suicide squad for. You can't send the or justice like- league to topple a regime. Oh, totally. Or like at least like give them an actual hero to be the leader and like direct everything and know how to deal with Superman and then have all the Rick like, Flag is my cronies. hero. What? Rick Flag is my hero. Who's Rick Flag? The 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 one guy. Um he the one that we were talking about earlier, uh he gets into that John fight Cena? with John Cena. He gets into the fight with John Cena's character. He's oh, the one that's okay, like, I, I want, that. I want to give the drive to the uh, press. I'm just terrible with names. <laughs> yeah, that he he's my hero. I get that. Yeah, but yeah, their very existence just makes a lot more sense in uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, actually, uh, I think the movie would have been uh, a lot better 
if we saw an extended uh, version of the uh, sex scene between um, Harley Quinn and the uh, president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Show us his dick, cowards. <laughs> she said it was uh, a she said it was a beautiful monster show us show us i need to see this python <laughs> come on let's sexualize the guys this time yeah yeah let's 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 spread it let's spread it out a bit come on um oh also another thing that i wanted to mention about harley quinn is um so you know how she's on the the like team one the one that sent us the diversion that kind of yeah. makes sense it kind of makes sense that she'd be sent on like the burner team the burnout team the burner team <laughs> like the one that you yeah. send in as like fodder to make to like pave the way for the actual team because like yeah in 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 suicide squad 2016 you're assembling this group of people to take on superman and you include on this oh, team is that the whole some, plot of suicide squad one well the point of the team is like what if superman was evil and then enchantress this like witch lady uh decides to take over the world and so that, that's like a it's a whole thing um okay but yeah so they fight her but yeah so it it doesn't seem plausible that some girl with a bat would be on this team that's supposed to like be able to take on superman but in this it makes sense like yeah she's just a crazy person that knows how to use weapons so it makes sense that mm -hmm. she'd be on the team with other crazy people that know how to use weapons yeah but i also like how to an extent like her physical attractiveness like attractiveness kind of saved her and yeah. then she totally fucked them over what a girl boss what an awesome like that's such a good i like that plot device because she's not like she's not a victim she's not a victim yeah she's and empowered she totally fucked them all over and gave them their just desserts and then like dove into the eye of a fucking starfish monster patrick star starfish monster right yeah like i find that dope i think that's awesome love that direction for her yeah it's awesome um oh another character that's done a lot better captain boomerang so captain boomerang is in this movie for about five minutes and <laughs> in that time he's a lot cooler than he is and like a lot better and a lot more well done than he is in the entirety of suicide squad 2016 is he australian he the character is australian okay i mean i I don't know. I kind of, to an extent, wish in the first battle they had at least shown like a bit of a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the dude who could decapitate his arms. I wish there was something more to that. That was like, oh, there's a secret thing there. Like they can still lose. I don't care about them living. I, like, I think it's kind of funny that like they assemble this whole team and then they <laughs> immediately die. I think that that's it's it kind of plays into like the absurdism of it all. Oh yeah. And it subverts expectations. Oh, totally. And then like we're like, wait, if this isn't the team that we're tracking, then who's the actual who Yeah, the actual and then people? the movie itself is like, okay, here's the actual team. Mm-hmm. I see, I didn't even know that. I thought like the whole idea was breaking the fourth wall and showing how like bad of an idea this movie is. And then <laughs> yeah. like I, I didn't understand the fact that that was a diversion team. I thought they were like 
Yeah, here's what would actually happen if you were like a superhero gang. <laughs> yeah. Here's what would you'd be annihilated. But then here's our superhero version. And like I, I that's what I thought it was like. But uh knowing that that was a diversion team really has cleared up that plot for me. Yeah. Oh, there's a car alarm going outside. It's so obnoxious. Penis. I hope it's not mine. Penis. Um I saw there was some penis in the movie. There was there was one background character's penis in the movie. Yes, there, and that guy will forever know his penis was in a DC movie. His penis is canon to the uh, to the DC EU. His his first rate penis was in a second rate film. <laughs> um, yeah, more uh, more about the characters, I guess. Uh, John Cena, he's a delight. I love John Cena in everything that he's in. Um, and I just, I like the interactions between him and Bloodsport. I just, I love a well done dick measuring contest. Uh, oh, yeah. Both that was in good. the figurative and literal sense. Um, mm-hmm. Just, yeah, them like, like the whole like, I'd use smaller bullets. I'd make, I'd make bullet holes in your bullet holes. Like, I. Without touching the rim, without touching yeah, the, it's, the edges. It's so funny just seeing them like, staring each other in the eyes while massacring this village. Yeah. But also like when um there's that one they were taking over the like friendly base, right? Yeah. And um he shoots that one guy and then what was it? Crossfire, whatever his face is. Um Bloodsport. Like, Bloodsport was like, um doesn't count. It was non lethal and he goes, exploding detonating bullet. And explodes and he goes, <laughs> and he's like, that still doesn't count. And he goes, it does count if what you're showing, or no, he goes, you're a show off. And he goes, yeah, but you're not show off if what you're actually showing off is actually super dope. He's like, fuck, and you're right. They start walking away and he's like, shit, he's right. <laughs> that was fun. I love it. I, I really appreciated that. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I would, I would love to see, uh, because it's teased in the post credits. I don't know if you watched past the credits, but uh, John's John Cena's character Peacemaker, he's still alive, and it. I've been hearing that he's going to get his own show. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty fun. Damn it! I wanted him to die. I know, me too. But John Cena is just so much fun. Um, John Cena, he really does look like a human action figure. Because I think it's because he's in so fact. like thick. He's so meaty. He's really meaty. Oh, when I saw, uh, okay, I need to mention this. Remember when Harley Quinn, um, like, snaps that guy's neck with her thighs? Yeah. That's an instance where thick thighs, in fact, saved lives. Well, it ended that person's life, but saved okay. her own and many other people's. In the event that she didn't actually thick thighs out, have mean... a very complicated uh, effect on the lives around them. On... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I would agree with that. Oh. I guess the one character we haven't mentioned is King Shark. Uh, I love Sylvester Stallone as King Shark. That was Sylvester that was, Stallone? That was Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> really? I, I love it. I, see, I saw his name and I was like, like who did he play as? <laughs> I like to think that all of King Shark's lines are just stuff that he said on set. Like, I think they just... They just brought him on set and he was like, nom nom. And they were like, great, we'll just CGI a shark over cool. him. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. 
Good job, Sylvester. <laughs> um, um, but speaking of King Shark, though, it it breaks my heart when I when he's like when he's left in the van while everyone's partying. Yes! That oh, that's oh. that's so sad. I just want him that's to have really friends. Sad. And he had I the he happy. had the fish in the aquarium, but then they attacked him. That was a. Uh, I just want him to. Ha- I just. I want him to be okay. Well, I think that's where the rock girl comes in. I feel like you know. I feel like they're going to be like, not partners, but like definitely good friends. You know. Yeah, yeah. I just. I want. I want King Shark to be okay. I just want him to be happy. You see, if King Shark was in fact a man, like if it was like Shark Boy who somehow made it into the DC universe, like. I feel like I'd be shipping Shark Boy and and Rat Girl, um, but but the uh, fact that fact, he's an anthropomorphic shark, shark with the intelligence like, of Sylvester Stallone. I was like, I was like uh, Dot Boy and Rat Girl. Yeah, yeah. Dot Boy <laughs> is a good. <laughs> he's a good second pick. Yeah. Anyone else disappointed about Dot Boy's death? I felt really disappointed about that. Yeah, yeah. Polka Dot Man, I. I just I I like him. I want more of him. I want I would love mm-hmm. to see him in another movie, maybe like a prequel or something. Yeah. Um but I I just he really can team want... up he, he can do a team up movie with uh with Weasel. And they can just <laughs> Jokes on you. We're I not just want dead. I just want a sitcom where it's just them navigating the New York dating scene. <laughs> oh. He's like, God. "Oh, like these 20... Don't worry about 20... it. What are the glowing 21st... things on my skin?" Don't worry about it. It's a 21st version of Seinfeld. Like a 21st century version of Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. Weasel would be like their Kramer. <laughs> and then later he has to like say racial slurs on stage. Yeah, that yeah, teach teach Weasel to to have a very racist rant much like the actor that played Kramer. Yes. Oh shit, it's 7. Okay, it's 10:07. Okay. I got to go. All right. I'm I, sorry. I've had a great night, guys. I appreciate you having me back on the stream. Uh, I know I've been kind of hit or miss with uh, my attendance here, uh, but I appreciate you guys having me back on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I I uh, hope to be back on again soon. Uh, I like talking with you guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have a nice night. Like, don't do drugs. Likewise so to, to get it from a pharmacy. Likewise to you too. Don't do drugs, kids. The official stance of this show is uh, drugs are bad. <laughs> if uh, if if the FBI are listening. Yeah, hey, hey, FBI, if you're listening, one, rethink the whole motive of, like, why you're listening. Um, it might be against your actual common interest. Um, also, uh, we don't endorse drugs. Uh, FBI, if you're listening, I know you killed Martin Luther King. Also, you probably killed uh, Kurt Cobain. Not going to lie. Probably. I don't. Won't, I have no information on it, but probably. I just feel like be it. be surprised. Like, if a, if a file came out, I'd be like... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I like it's the kind of thing I I <laughs> I wouldn't on my own come to that conclusion, but if that information was presented to me, I would have no doubts. I would just be okay. like, yeah, that happened. <laughs> I love you guys. Have a nice night, all right? All right. See ya. Take it easy. So anyway, I had one more uh thing that I wanted to touch on for the movie, then we can get into recommendations. All righty. Um, I, well, actually, first I have uh, a segment updates slash retractions, which is where I update and give retractions. 
All right. Um, sorry, yeah, the last sorry thing I, I was silent to... through that entire thing. I just had nothing to say. You two were just talking, so. That's totally fine. I was just kind of um, sitting here vibing. I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm talking over you. No, no. I, don't I, I, don't I be afraid happen. to just get, don't be afraid to interrupt us. Well, I don't want to Even be if like, you don't have anything I, to say, just interrupt us. But anyway, yeah, the last thing that I wanted to talk about for the movie is uh, Project Starfish mm-hmm. is so much more interesting, I think, than like the bad guy from Suicide Squad 2016. Suicide, Squ- Suicide Squad 2016, the bad guy was Enchantress, who's like this witch that possesses a scientist or like an explorer or whatever, like a, a doctor person. Right. And her goal is to... Uh, get her heart back from Amanda Waller. It's like a Davy Jones situation. Whoever holds the heart controls the monster. Right. Um, so she tries to get her heart back. She like try. She resurrects her brother, who's also like a thousand year old spirit, and they try to take over the world and like build an army of possessed people. It's on paper, it's sort of similar. It's actually very similar to the Suicide Squad and, and Project Starfish, but Project Starfish is done so much better, and the concept of it is so much more interesting. I I think it's like mm-hmm. this like starfish from space. What is on my hands? Did I, how did I get ink on my hands? Anyway, <laughs> um, I I look down and my finger is blue. Is that it's like blue? That's huh. weird. Anyway, um, yeah, this like starfish from space that actually didn't even want to be a weapon. It was just like, I was fine in space looking at the stars. You fuckers started this. Uh, that's so much more interesting to me than just witch that builds a faceless army. Right. There's a, there's a lot more like, uh, there's a lot more conspiracy or, um, like information that, fans could come up with on project starfish yeah and it's well also at first because it's such it's, a, it's such a sort of ambiguous concept. it's such a unique concept it is it's a very unique uh concept uh but like in in the movie itself it's sort of kept a little vague until it's explained to the president and uh, the audience. That's another thing. Side note. I like that this movie doesn't like handhold you through exposition. Suicide squad like is like, what if we need to fight evil Superman? Then we would need to build a, a team of people, but it's okay that they're criminals. Cause we use a, a, a thing in their neck to make them explode it. Like it's everything is so like it, it feels like they're explaining to the audience. Whereas in this movie, anything that's explained is like explained to a character for a reason besides just exposition. Uh, but yeah, so Project Starfish is kept like ambiguous. All you know is the title and that they need to stop it. Mm-hmm. All that you really have to go on is John Cena mentioning that Starfish is slang for butthole. <laughs> so as far of- as you know, that's that's what it is. <laughs> Speaking of titles, I like the, the different title cards that they did throughout the movie. I like that too. I like the text being like integrated into the environment. I think that's cool. Uh huh. I was really hoping that one of them, that one of the characters, was eventually gonna break the fourth wall. Be like, "What the hell does that say?" or something like that. Oh, that that would be that'd be funny. Um, yeah. So this, uh, yeah, the exposition exposition is handled a lot better. Uh, Project Starfish is a lot more interesting, and the bad guy has 
the bad guy being the starfish has motivation beyond just wanting to take over the world. Like this thing was just, this thing was just vibing and then humans fucked with it. And then it was like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to kill you all because you tortured me. And like the starfish wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for like everything that it's been through. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas Enchantress in the first movie is like, they used to worship us like gods. Now they don't. So we're going to take over the world and kill everyone. Like it's, it just felt kind of one dimensional, like that just mustache twirling villains in the worst way. Right. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, good movie. Great movie. All that it had to do, all that the, the suicide squad had to do is just be all right. Like to be better than Suicide Squad, but they really knocked it out of the park, especially compared to Suicide Squad 2016. But it's just, it's a good movie on its own, I think. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit for you know my first DC movie. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good watch. If you haven't, if the listener, if you haven't watched Suicide the Suicide Squad yet, and you know you you still want to after us spoiling the whole thing. Go watch it. Even like even after hearing everything that we've said, it you should still watch it. It's still very enjoyable. Um yeah. You wanna get into the next segment? Yeah, well the next the next sec the next section is all yours. It's update slash retractions. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a couple of updates. I have an I have an update. Uh I have well they're both sort of an update and a retraction. In this segment, update slash retractions. Uh, first thing, holy shit, Ocarina of Time 3D actually looks fucking incredible on PC. Uh, yeah. So last episode, I was like, oh, well, yeah, play Ocarina of Time at 4K with the low resolution textures. I watched a, uh, a video showcasing Ocarina of Time 3D running on a 3DS emulator. It was running at like 4K, 60 FPS. And some of the things uh, translate poorly going from the 3DS to the, like the screen or to the, like a bigger screen uh, text does not translate very well. It looks very low resolution. Well, yeah. Character models and textures. 240p screen. Exactly. But character models and textures look amazing. Like it is the closest thing that we have to something like an HD remake of the game. You'll have to and send it, me the link on what it looks like. Yeah, I think if you just go onto YouTube and look up Ocarina of Time 3DS emulator, uh, it should should come up. Uh, it's like a half hour, 40 minute video just going through the game. Uh, it's it's it looks amazing. It, I think that might be you know putting aside some of the downsides of playing a 3ds game on pc like you know not having an actual touch screen um i'd say that's that may be the definitive way to play ocarina of time yeah because it's just it looks it looks amazing uh sort of related to that i found my n64 games nice so i you told you that i looked everywhere for them mm-hmm. you gotta get the uh, the uh cases there was like mine I should. Um, I look. I looked mostly everywhere. There was one single place that I didn't look. I didn't look in this uh, like 
this box that had my eight track tapes in it. I didn't look there because I thought, why would my N64 games be in there? As it turns out, uh, they were. Hmm. Oops. What what games did you have again? I have Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64, which I played a little bit of, and it's pretty fun. You gotta, you gotta play. You gotta play the 3DS remake. 3DS remake is great. I might play it on. Play uh, it on. Way, of, if you have, I should. If you have a 3DS uh, viewer, uh, if you have a 3DS and you want to play Ocarina of Time or Star Fox 64 3D, um, and you don't have a physical copy, and it's maybe it's hard for you to find one or it's expensive, you can just go to the eShop and download. Uh, them for twenty dollars. Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time is twenty dollars. I believe Star Fox sixty four three D is twenty dollars. Yep. Go check it out. Go play it. It's very fun. Um. Yeah. Found my N sixty four games. Oopsie. Nice. Actually, uh, that actually leads pretty well into uh, my recommendations. My first one. Well, I'm my first two sort of tie together. So. I have been getting very much into uh, Game Boy mods, mostly mm-hmm. like LCD screen mods. Because if you have a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy Color or a- any Game Boy, you know that unless you have like the Game Boy Advance Micro or the Game Boy Advance SP, but only the one specific model that has the AGS the 101 screen, model, the which AGS, I had. Yeah, the AGS 101. I, I, had a very, I had a very, very tough choice when I went to GT Games. Because they both had the micro and they had the AGS 101. So I was like, oh god, do I get the 101 or do I get the micro? I got the 101 because you can play Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on it. But I kind of want, I also wanted the micro as well. I mean, like, because, come on, why wouldn't you want it? The micro is, the micro is kind of cute, but I don't, I wish it could play the other games. Yeah. I recognize that it is, like, as big as a Game Boy cartridge, but still, it would mm-hmm. be nice to play Tetris on it. Right. Um, but yeah, I have the AGS 001, which has the front lit screen, yep. which does not look good. It's still uh, better than about, the uh, than the original one. That's for sure. At least it's something. Yeah, it has a front lit screen. So like there is some light, but it's still very washed out. And it it just it's not fun to look at. So for about $50, I ordered a replacement LCD screen. And a custom case that's designed to fit the new screen. Mm-hmm. I got the gra- the glacier glacier color. Sorry, I had to. This, I had to. It took me a couple seconds to process that word. The glacier <laughs> color, uh, like translucent uh, shell, for the Game Boy, and I got the you know the screen for it. And can't wait for it to come. It's supposed to come, I think, this weekend. Uh, I'm very excited. I also ordered uh, replacement parts for my N64 controllers to make the the analog stick actually usable. Nice. Um, so I guess I'll do mine really quick since it kind Hold of... Hold on, just a, just a second. Uh, one channel that I've been watching uh, is Odd Tinkering, which does a lot of like restoration videos, like restoring uh, like old controllers, old consoles. That's one of the channels that i've been watching a lot and it's, it's so also, satisfying watching stuff ASMR. go from <laughs> um it's so satisfying watching these things go from like old pieces of junk to like looking like brand new mm-hmm. but yeah that's all that i wanted to say yeah so so you mentioned for the game boy 
uh, AGS 101 how expensive they are. Take a guess how much they are right now. Like not looking it up. Oh, geez. I've, I've been looking at prices and okay. Side note, the original game boy advance, I think is the best looking game boy model. It does look very Um, good. And it's very, I like it. Yeah. Aside from like the very bad screen, which can be replaced with an LCD screen and using double a batteries in which you can also you can put a rechargeable battery in it like aside from those two things i think it is the best game boy and i would love to buy an old one and restore it but the mm-hmm. prices on them have gone up so much since all of these like restoration videos have come out because there's a lot of channels doing like taking a five dollar junk game boy from ebay and turning it into a like new console right since all of those have come out the price for uh, uh, a a Game Boy Advance listed as four parts on eBay, minimum it's fifty five dollars. Oh boy! Yeah, they're so much more expensive. So I've been looking at them a little bit, and I they're a new like a a a good condition SP AGS one hundred one. It's got to be close to two hundred dollars. Uh no. The one that or I at have, least it's over a hundred. Yes, uh, the, over a hundred. The one that I, that I have, which is the pearl blue one, which is kind of like a silvery kind of blue, is one thirty. I bought it for maybe seventy bucks. Um, yeah. G- Game Boy Advance games were we're in that period right now where, um, PS two original Xbox GameCube and Game Boy Advance games are starting to go up in price because. People like us, we grew up with them and then, you know, we sold them and now like, oh man, we want them. Um, Metroid Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance, I paid maybe $35 for. It's $91 right now. And part of that is probably due to the new Metroid, the new 2D Metroid coming out. Yeah. Because Metroid Zero Mission and Metroid Fusion, Metroid Fusion is 76 bucks, but, um... Those were like the last 2D Metroid games, like original 2D Metroid games, not the remake for the 3DS, but still. Um, but speaking of Game Boys, um, this kind of goes into one of the things that I put down. So recently I got the Retrobit GameCube HDMI adapter. Um, I think you talked about this last episode. Did I? I Yeah. Yeah, okay. you showed me these pictures where it's... Uh, Pokemon Sapphire version. By the way, is that through the Game Boy Player? Yes, yes, that is through the Game Boy Player. So the first one is through one standard AV, so expensive. and then the second one is through that HDMI cable. Yeah, yeah, it looks so much better. Yeah. Um. But after this nostalgia cycle is over, I'm definitely going to try to pick up a Game Boy Player, like one with the disc, because no, you can get no, 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 just no. The th- do not get the disc for do not do not get the disc. Here's what I did. So how I'm playing this is um, certain games have exploitable code that you can run that there's a specific version of the game. It's called the Game Boy Interface, and they made it specifically so that you can play these these Game Boy and Game Boy Color games and Game Boy Advance games in the highest quality possible. The disc that you get with the Game Boy Player, it doesn't output it at a very good quality. So what you do is you find one of these exploitable games. Super Smash Bros. Melee is one of them. You take your Wii. You have to have an original Wii. 
Um, or you can have a GameCube memory card adapter that has like a, like the SD card and you put a certain save file on it. Then you pop in Melee, you boot it up with that save file, with that hacked save file. Then you go to the name select screen and then it will actually boot into the Game Boy interface software and it will load into your Game Boy game that you have. And it will be in much better picture quality and you can move the screen around, you can zoom it in and out, um, and it's and it's all integer scale, so it doesn't stretch the, the it doesn't stretch or make the picture look weird in any way. I hate yeah, I hate it when images are stretched. I don't get why there's an option on the Game Boy Advance, for example, for when you play an original Game Boy, Boy game. To stretch them to fill the Who screen. Who does that? What sociopath does that? <laughs> um Let's see here. Another great thing about this HDMI cable, or sorry, uh, this HDMI adapter, is it is the only way, it is the only one that you were able to update the firmware because the firmware, it's it's like an open source project. It's an open source GitHub thing. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called like the GameCube HDMI project, but you could update it through the USB-C port on the side. Every other adapter that's on the market right now makes you either JTAG it or send it into the company to get a firmware update. And it's only 80 bucks, way better than the GCHD Mark II, which is like 150. And you get the same exact picture quality because they all run the same version of the software. There's nothing different between them. It's just the different kind of built-in adapter features that it has. Yeah, that's awesome. And you can get... Yeah, I've can, been looking at... H I've been looking at HDMI adapters for the N64 mm -hmm. and um, the, I watched a video like comparing like the cheapo ones like from Hyperkin comparing those to like the like the $150 mod that you like solder to the board. You probably and watched like, my life. You know that the more expensive one is better. Yeah, you probably watched the my life in gaming video then. Maybe. Uh, OK, moving on. So a while ago, a couple episodes ago. I mentioned that I played through one shot and it's one of my favorite games. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic game. They just released today, actually, uh, well, the day that we're recording this on the 25th, a whole bunch of people re released a, uh, a mod, uh, an expansion called One Shot Fading Memory. Uh, it's an unofficial sequel to one, to one Shot. It's still somewhat buggy, but I've yet to play it. So I'm just reading, I was just reading off the reviews. And apparently you need to be one shot beforehand as well as get the, solst the solstice ending in order to get it in order to play the mod correctly. Uh, if you don't do that, it won't load the mod correctly. Um, but you should still play through the game and beat the solstice ending. Um, and I, I don't think I had anything else. Um, so I think that's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Full of You to Say. If this is your first time here, uh, welcome. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, whatever your platform allows. Leave us a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb site for podcasts that helps us out with like the algorithm or something. Share the show with a friend uh, if you like what we do here. You know, spread out the audience, get more eyes and ears on the show. Share our clips. Our clips channel is linked down below. Follow us on social media. That's all linked down below. Follow Jake on Twitch, twitch.tv slash underscore rivals. Uh, so you're notified when he starts streaming again. And I have And I have figured out what I'm going to do for live streams finally good um what i'm nice. gonna be doing is i'm gonna be doing airsoft stuff like taking apart airsoft guns doing maintenance on them or you know doing upgrades on them 
for. The other thing that I'd be doing is because I do a lot of, you know, buying and reselling. What I would do is, what I'm thinking of doing is I'll buy like a whole bunch of games and like consoles and stuff at garage sales. And then I'll stream my process of, you know, testing them and just kind of interacting with chat. Just instead of just mainly gaming, which, you know, I'll probably still do some gaming every now and then, live streaming. I just kind of want to uh, do kind of have like a like a chill stream. And uh, yeah, so just uh, do all the things that I've said before and subscribe uh, so you don't miss the next episode. And just uh, good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. And thanks for watching. Thanks for watching as it's a, as it's primarily thanks. a <laughs> as something that you thanks listen to. There's for, nothing to watch. <laughs> thank you for watching with your ears. Thank you for watching with your ears. I love it. Thank you for watching figuratively.